Greetings to all my cool cats and cool kittens. They try to copy our style, but they stay frostbitten. You're now tuned to the sounds of MaximumFM.ca. It is your man, DM Cool. And welcome to Cool Radio. What we doing? You can catch me on your TV. Even on the radio. Pop up at a bar spot. And I'm on your way go. We invading airwaves. Cool. They be watching us, we so prosperous, ain't no stopping us, ain't no topping us, they be watching us, we so prosperous. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! Indeed, indeed, you better be calling somebody to let them know that you're listening to the number one rated show on MaximumFM.ca. Yeah, that's right. I said it. I'm not speaking hyperbole. I'm not speaking to big up myself. This is actually a fact. I just got the word from my man, Chris Jackson, the producer of this entire radio station, that we are the number one rated show on Maximum FM. And that is all possible because of you guys, the people who've been listening from day one, the people who just started listening, the people who told their friend to go listen uh, to another friend to tell them, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, and so on and so forth, for all the guests who tell their fellow peers to come on the show and hop on it and tell their followers and listeners and fans to listen. All that and more is because of you guys. So I really appreciate the fact that you guys have been very consistent in listening on a weekly basis. I don't know what the exact numbers are, but my man just let me know that we're number one on the station. And I will take that for an answer on any given day of the week. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in on a regular basis. But that is just the tip of the iceberg. We're going to do things that are going to be a lot more bigger. So make sure you keep on the lookout for that. But it's a good start. It's a very good start to the new year, I must say. So... All that means is we got to snowball that and keep the progression and the, and the momentum moving forward, no doubt. Now, with that said, later on in the show, roughly around the 845 mark, I got my man Everything O'Shawn in the building. He will be back to make a second appearance on the show. We're going to be talking about where we left off with his music and what have you. We're going to be talking about a lot of balls. A lot of basketball stuff, pause, <laughs> a lot of basketball talk. Uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of the Raptors. We're going to be talking about all-star selections and the team captains picking their, their players and what have you. We're also going to be talking about Monique's protest of Netflix uh, during the Trip Talk segment. We're also going to be talking about diplomatic immunity from Drake and how he sublimely took shots at Everyday Struggle. And we're also going to be talking about, what was the third topic I had in mind? It was, uh, I'm trying not to look at my notepad because I always do this. Uh, we are going to, you know what? We, I'll let you guys know about what we're going to be talking about later on right now because I have so much stuff racing through my mind. It's all juicy stuff. Ah, Charlemagne the God. There we go. We're going to be talking about Charlemagne the God and how he basically dismissed colorism within the Afro-Latin community. We're going to be talking about that. Um, and then we have Wanks of the Week. But before we get to all that good stuff, you guys already know, for the new listeners, you may not already know, but at the beginning of the show, I like to get some stuff off my chest. So with that being said, I think it's time that we... Let that is breathe. Let this bitch breathe. Indeed. So this weekend uh, will mark the yearly annual special, which is known as the Grammys. I can't remember what year they're in right now. I think it's I'm not even going to try and guess, but it's been a while. It's been a while. Let's just say that. So 
what I wanted to talk about briefly, I'll say, because there's so many categories to get through, but I'll stick to one main category, which is arguably, in my opinion, the most important one, is the album of the year category. So this is going to be like a little Grammy primer, so to speak, you know, a final prediction uh, type of segment that I'm going to be doing right now within the next five to six minutes. So with that said, let me refresh your memories for a moment. So. As far as the album of the year category goes, uh, we have Lord, we also have Bruno Mars, we have Jay-Z, Kendrick Lamar, and Childish Gambino. All five of those artists are nominated for album of the year. Now, Lord, I can't remember the name of her album, uh, but as far as Bruno Mars, uh, I think it's 24 Carat. Uh, is that the name of the album? If, if not, I sincerely apologize to all my Bruno fans. Um, but that single, 24 Carat, is on is on that album. Um, also, we have Jay Z with 444, Childish Gambino uh, with Awaken My Love, and then we have um, Kendrick Lamar with Damn. Now, what's really important and significant about the album of the year category this year marks the first year, either in history or in a really, really, really long time, that there is no white male uh, within that category. So a lot of people were crying. Uh, Wolf that, you know, Justin Bieber should have been in there, or um, uh, what's this guy's name? Uh, oh, what's this guy's name? <laughs> uh, the man that does The Shape of You. What is his name? It just left my mind right now. I'm sorry. But nonetheless, they're mad that he did not make the cut as well. Um, a lot of people got upset, but nonetheless, I mean, this is how, you know, minorities and people of color and other marginalized people feel on a regular basis. So live with it. <laughs> but seriously, though, uh, this is very historic. It's also very historic because it hasn't, it's been a while since we've seen this many artists of color within this category in particular. And I just love the fact that hip hop and R&B is so strongly represented in this category this year. I mean, you have Kendrick Lamar and and Jay Z, you know, representing the hip hop function. You have Bruno Mars representing the R and B function, but it has its own little hip hop flavor to it. And then Childish Gambino, who we primarily know as a rapper and a singer on occasion, he did an entire funk album, which obviously constitutes as black music. So this is unprecedented, and there's an eighty percent chance that one of those acts can win. But then, of course, you have Lord being, you know, the token white person in there. And I almost feel as though it would be a way of sticking it to the black community <laughs> if Lord actually won the award for album of the year. Now, truth be told, I have not listened to her album, so I can't judge her harshly uh, based on the fact that I just haven't listened to it. I've heard a few people tell me that her previous album was way better than this one. Uh, so I can only go on hearsay, but again, I would have to listen to her album to really get a, a concise opinion on what it sounds like and if it even measures up to the other four albums. Because the other four albums in question, I'm proud to say that I have listened to, and those albums are strong. I can't remember the last time, outside of Bruno Mars, um, the last time a funk album was so strong. Mind you, Bruno had funk and R&B and what have you, so it was a little bit of a hodgepodge, but Childish Gambino's Awaken My Love was a legitimate funk album. Um, and then speaking of Bruno Mars, like he brought that old school R&B feeling back to the mainstream. And I, I think that only he and a few others would be able to do that. And he did just that. Um, you have Jay-Z who basically teared down all of his walls and let himself be naked in front of us 
pause <laughs> artistically, of course, is what I mean, uh, and just give us that that epic masterpiece for four forty four, and the vid- and the, the the visuals that he had with it that accompanied with it. I mean, Family Feud already, in my opinion, is the best music video of the year. And mind you, it's only January, but we'll see if it can hold up until December thirty first, of course. But right now, it, it's in it's in the front for uh, for uh, video of the year, and then Kendrick Lamar. I mean. Damn, <laughs> you know what I mean? That album was insane. I mean, from April onward to the end of the year, it, it was still fresh in people's minds. Every single song on that album charted, charted. That is insane. One or two, three songs, maybe four at most. But to have your entire album chart, every single song on the album chart all at the same time, that is insane. Mind you, that could have something to do with streaming nowadays. But either way, streaming or not, that's something that you can't ignore. So I'm really glad that the Grammys this year, at, at least, wised up, recognized, and said, you know what? Hip-hop is the strongest genre of music right now within pop culture. They, they dictate a lot of what happens within pop culture. So I think that should be celebrated. I would like to think that that's what they said during their meetings and screenings and what have you, uh, but that's definitely the case. And you're seeing that within the album of the year category as well as other categories on top of that. And what I can appreciate about the rap album category, mind you, I don't have the list in front of me, is the fact that it's a mixture of credible and talented lyricists and then you also have a little bit of a mixture of your trendy, who's in now, uh, artists who did well within the streaming category, I'm assuming. So I think like 21 Savage, for example, is nominated for uh, maybe best rap album or best uh, rap song or rap performance. Either way, as long as there's a mixture, I can live with that. I'm not going to you know denigrate them or anything like that. I just hate it when it comes to the, the rap categories. The, the Grammy committee will be lazy and they'll add in who's who in hip hop. It's like, okay, let's just throw in Jay Z, let's just throw in T.I., Lil Wayne, Eminem, whoever, and then let's throw in one backpacker guy to get all the people excited. This year was actually very well balanced. So I will give them credit for that. Now, as far as who I think will win album of the year, I mean, you know, if we're going by conventional wisdom and swerves and, you know, just how the system is, so to, be, so to speak. I would say Lord, but if I am hopeful of anyone to win album of the year, it would of course be Kendrick Lamar because he's never won that award. But to be fair, not a lot of rappers have won that award to begin with. Um, Jay-Z seems like to be the expected one because he has the most cachet out of all the artists in that category. Like he's the veteran. He has the most pull. He's been nominated for Grammys more often than any of those artists combined. Bruno Mars is kind of like the the pop the the pop music darling right now, so I think he probably has the most momentum to win it. Um, and then I would say Childish Gambino would be a dark horse to win it because as strong of an album that was, that album didn't really get a whole lot of attention until maybe four or five months into its release. Like Redbone was probably featured on Get Out, I think it was like a, like a few months after uh, the song came, uh, the album came out. And then I started hearing on mainstream radio. So I don't know if people will gravitate towards towards it immediately. Uh, but I guess because with him being within the pop culture spectrum as far as music and film and television, television are concerned, that may help him out. But if I had to pick one person, subjectively speaking, I would say Kendrick Lamar. Objectively speaking, I would say either Lord Bruno Mars because of his popularity 
Jay-Z because of his pedigree or a Kendrick Lamar because of how strong of an album he truly had. I don't see Gambino winning winning the Album of the Year award. However, I will be extremely happy if he does, but I see him as a dark horse. I see him as that guy where it's like, okay, he may not have the most cachet, but don't sleep on this guy at the same time. Like he might surprise people. He might he might be the swerve in the category, you know, even a bigger swerve than Lord itself. So that's who I'm kind of going with. I know I didn't really give a straight answer for objectively speaking as far as who will most likely walk out with that award. But subjectively speaking, I will say Kendrick. Objectively speaking, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't have an answer to that. I'm sorry because every person in this category has a case, a legitimate case to win album of the year. I think the weakest case might be Gambino, but the strongest case, uh, I, I don't know, man. I, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't. No, I really don't know. <laughs> Whomever you think has the strongest chance, objectively speaking, of course, of winning the album of the year category, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool or cool underscore radio or comment in the comment section below once this video goes up on YouTube and just let me know who you feel will win this category. On that note, we're going to a commercial break. When we come back, uh, we expect to have Oshan in the building. Hopefully, uh, he will be in the building by the time we come back from commercial break. But nonetheless, we got some music to play. So that being said, we are going to play a record from my man Cass featuring Shot Claire, and it's called Work It, and it's owned on Cool Radio. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yes, yes, y'all. Welcome back to the show. Once again, it is your man DM Cool, and welcome back to Cool Radio. Once again, that was my man Cass featuring Shot Claire with... Uh, Work It. Pardon me. <laughs> Try to clear my throat for a second. <laughs> but nonetheless, that was uh, Work It. Uh, now, um, we are expecting to have uh, my man, uh, Everything Oshan, in the building very shortly. Uh, but before we get to him, um, like I mentioned at the top of the show, our show is going to be very basketball heavy. Uh, also, we're still going to stick to you know hip-hop topics and what have you. But you know, definitely want to talk about some ball. Uh, because right now, as far as the Toronto Raptors go, and just as far as the NBA season as a whole, we are now at the halfway point of the season. And what I want to say is this. In regards to the Toronto Raptors, the Raptors have been doing very well this year. This is probably the best, you know, first 40 or so game stretch that they've ever had in franchise history. And they're only within a few games of closing on the number one seed. Now, one of the biggest points this year, not just this year, but like in past years as well, especially the last, I would say, uh, maybe four years, maybe five years, I would say at most, is the fact that, you know, we say that we don't get enough respect or enough coverage from the national markets in America. And, don't get me wrong, I was on that bandwagon as well. I was like, yeah, we should get more games on TNT or ESPN, et cetera, et cetera. More people should know about us, da 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 But over the years, I said to myself, who gives a shit? You know, Part of my French, but I just don't care anymore. And I just don't care because of the fact that I don't think it's really going to change that dramatically. And at the same time, if me as a Raptors fan know that my team is good, and it could potentially be one of the elite teams, then why do I need America's validation to prove that? And I always say this about Toronto specifically, not not Canada, but Toronto specifically, because we always have a 
a market within Toronto as far as sports teams are concerned, whether it be the Raptors, Maple Leafs, Blue Jays, etc. There's always a team within one of those national leagues in which Toronto is representing a franchise. Um, I always say this, man. Toronto has this redheaded stepchild syndrome when it comes to America. They always try to compare themselves to an entire country when they're just a city. And whether it's sports, whether it's music, entertainment, et cetera, et cetera, there's always this thing where it's like, oh, America, please love us. Please respect us. Please acknowledge us. And it's just like, why? Why do we care? We shouldn't have to care. I don't think London cares if, if America acknowledges. And I don't think Tokyo cares. I don't think Paris cares. So why should we care? I think one of the biggest reasons why a lot of, a lot of you know, Torontonians do care is because of the fact that we're so close to uh, America in terms of proximity and also because of the fact that we have a lot of their television programming. I believe 65% of TRCT programming is American-based and the remaining 35 is Canadian. And Toronto always loves to call themselves Hollywood North. So I almost, I almost think to a fault that Toronto can be in its own head. It can believe its own hype at times. And I get it. Toronto's a beautiful city. It's an amazing city. Lots of multiculturalism in here. There's so many cultures that blend with one another. Um, there's so many things uh, that are being implemented within Toronto's favor as far as its food culture, as far as uh, entertainment, you know, the amount of talented people that we have coming out of the city as well. So there's a lot of things to pat our backs on. But at the same time, that could be our, that could be to our detriment because we believe that we should have it all and what have you. Um, and it's sort of a selfish, a, so, somewhat of a selfishness that we tend to breed. And I think that type of mentality can be a bit dangerous at times because something so very quickly can humble you in, in a second. So my thing is this. In regards to the Raptors, if we're not being broadcasted on TNT or ESPN or ABC or even getting a Christmas game, I don't think we should gripe and complain about it. At the end of the day, we should we should have a – and it's funny because I'm saying we shouldn't be compare ourselves to America or anything like that. But if I were to use this team in a particular example, I think that the Toronto Raptors should have a San Antonio Spurs approach. Because at the end of the day, they do get a lot of national coverage – um, and they do get a, a lot of respect around the league, but they're not, you know, clamoring and throwing their hands in the air and saying, hey, everybody, look at me, look at me. I'm here, guys. I'm here. They don't do that. They they just put their heads to the ground and play ball. And at the end of the day, the San Antonio Spurs fan base knows this and recognizes this, and they're okay with the silent hustle treatment. And I think the Raptors fans should have that approach. And I think to a certain degree, some of the players have that approach as well. But again, there are other players on the team who feel like they should get more national coverage. But at the end of the day, uh, player or fan, you should just do the silent hustle treatment. Put on that hoodie and play ball. That's all you need to do. At the end of the day, the respect will come. And if you keep on comp uh, compiling all these wins, sooner or later, you know whether it's to your approval or not, some of these you know, sports media pundits are going to have to talk about you guys regardless anyway. Like, they can't keep on ignoring Toronto if that's the case. Mind you, I've already heard a few a few of these guys speak, you know, highly about Toronto teams anyway. I've heard Max Kellerman speak about them. I've heard Michelle Beale. Even Michelle Beale herself has said, oh, how come we don't talk about the Raptors enough, you know? I've heard... Uh, I've heard Rachel Nichols talk about them a lot. She's one of my favorites, by the way. Shouts to Rachel Nichols. I love the jump. Um, and hell, I've even heard Stephen A. Smith talk about the Raptors and that that goes beyond me man because this guy for the longest time I thought has been so anti-Toronto over the years 
But once in a while, he'll say, listen, the Raptors are improving. So that just brings me to my point about, you know, you put in the work and eventually they're going to recognize. So while some people want to hoot and holler and complain about, oh, my favorite team is not being broadcasted right now. This isn't fair. This isn't fair. Don't even trip, man. Don't even trip. At the end of the day, be happy with what you're getting right now as far as, you know, a winning product. And come playoff time, that's when you're really going to get the national spotlight because you can have so many national games being broadcasted uh, on television during the regular season. But to a certain extent, the regular season does not matter. The The regular season is a primer for the playoffs, and it just shows people what kind of depth that each team is working with, what kind of playing style they have, and what we could potentially expect going into the postseason. When it actually comes to the postseason, that's when it all really matters. You know what I mean? And some people are going to have their preconceived notions about the Raptors anyway. So, for example, you know, one of the biggest wins that the Raptors had this year was against the Cavs, 133-99. to They blew them out by 40 points, and DeMar DeRozan only had 13 points in that. So, there are two narratives to that story. One narrative could be not only did the Raptors win, but they proved how how lethal of a bench that they have, just showing how much depth that they have altogether. But another narrative could be, oh, the Cavs are in disarray this year and they're struggling because not everyone is clicking, et cetera, et cetera. So depending on what narrative you want to stick to, that's entirely up to you. You can choose narrative A or narrative B. Um, and then, you know, some people will say, some people will always make the argument about, oh, well, yeah, the Raptors won, but the Cavs or whichever team, this is how they lost, and they're struggling, and they should have done this, and they should have done that, et cetera, et cetera. Again, you choose, as the viewer, what narrative you want to latch on to. Because at the end of the day, I watch Canadian media. I watch American media. I already know what to expect from American media. I'm not going to expect American media to be like, yo, the Raptors, man, this is the team to watch out for. I, I don't care. I don't care for, that, for their validation anymore. I used to because I want to – most importantly, because I want to hear from an alternative perspective. But at the end of the day, I don't care anymore. I really don't. I don't feel like it's imperative for me to care at all in the first place. Um, but let me guys, uh, let me let me know what you guys think about that. Um, coming up in the next few minutes, I do have my man Everything Oshan in the building. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff. In the meantime, we're going to get to my man John River. Let's save Matthew. Uh, this one is called the league only on cool radio yeah cool. Uh, yes yes yo welcome back to the show once again it is your man dm cool and this is cool radio and as promised i do have my guests for the evening and i say guests because that is plural uh on the left i have my man who has been to the show before he came to the show about three months ago put out a hot new project and everything was a-okay it was blessed uh and we're going to talk about uh, what new attention that project brought him and all that good stuff and more. And he also brought his DJ slash producer who helped produce the majority of that project as well. I got my man, Everything Ocean and DJ Express in the building. Yeah, 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 yeah. What yeah, up, yeah, what yeah, up, yeah, what's family? Going on? What's going on? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, got my fellow Africans and then Caribbeans uh, in the building right now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we out here. Oh, we out here. Hey. What's up, brother? What's up, brother? <laughs> yes, yes. All right, guys. So, yeah, it's been a minute since we were last on the show, man. Yeah. Uh, How's everything been uh, progressing since then? Uh, it's been going well, man. Right, it's right. It's been going well, you know. Yeah. Just pushing the, still pushing the EP mm-hmm. out there. Uh, it's called Almost Everything, in case uh, 
anybody they need. Right. right. And uh, you know, you get all your streaming services and we've just been pushing that, working on videos for it. Yeah. Um we've done some shows since we last spoke to you. 100%. Right, 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 right. Um yeah, we're gearing up for more stuff in uh, 2018, man. Absolutely, man. And, uh, yeah, Express, how's the uh, journey been for you as a producer of that project as well? Oh, man, you know, it was a learning experience because um, I, like you said, I did the majority of the project mm -hmm. and, um, you know, mixed a lot of it. So it gave me a lot of insights on, you know, what to do, what not to do, and kind of, you know, where I need to help, you know, broaden, you know, the the, the sound, the overall mm -hmm. sound, everything was on. So it was, definitely, it was definitely good, and now I can know where to take it to the next level you always want to make sure you know when you do the next project or the next thing you're you're, you're building off of something and you're not just doing the same exact same thing twice you right. know what i mean so it, it was definitely definitely a learning experience and just you know building off of it to make sure the next stuff coming up is going to be just nothing but fire flames you mm -hmm. know straight fire straight fire 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 that's what's up that's also i want to give a big shout to astasia daniels as well um or stasia pardon me yeah yeah no it's cool yeah no definitely just because like i love to see like artists supporting artists you know what i mean like right now she's kind of doing like a little snapchat social media stuff yeah i don't know and that's and that's really dope still that's really dope man i i think i heard you know worth of the great she got a she got a project coming out she dropped a project today okay yeah man she dropped it today yeah. Okay. So, so you're saying I gotta get her in she, the booth for she, another she, day she, for an she, interview? Yeah. Then, yeah you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to do oh, that okay. because she, she's so. not gonna jump in. But she got a project out right now. Oh, Mood roulette. Yeah, man. I do uh, some joints on there. <laughs> I did some co-production in production with um, Five Piece and uh, Slow Jams. You know what I'm saying? So it was. Mm -hmm. It's a very, it's very interesting um, experience. You know, producing with others. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know. To be honest. I don't like it. Oh, right? okay, no, okay. Let me let me preface that. Okay, like, because, okay, okay. Because I like being in my I like being in my bag. You know what I'm saying? I like just being in, in the. In the <laughs> I see. <laughs> you know what I was like, yo, right? I like it started already. Shit, nobody. No, but I just, you haven't even started yeah, already. I don't want to work with <laughs> nobody. I have to preface it, right? Yeah. Because I just like kind of being in my in my own zone and kind of my own direction and not really involving anybody else. Yeah. But um, with this particular project, the records that I ended up doing with. Um, Slow Jams and Five Piece, the way that they came together mm -hmm. was in a way that was more organic. Um, at least two, the two of the records that we we did um, was in when we went to Atlanta for the the A three C. We were you know hold up in this uh, what do you what do you, what do you call those houses that you rent for the people? Oh, Airbnb. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We're in the yeah, Airbnb. Yeah. You know, yeah. what I'm saying just like you know drinking, you know get getting getting high the mug. You know, what right, I'm saying right, just, right. just you know you know doing the performing and, and you know learning about the industry, mm -hmm. being in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Seeing where all these ATLians are from, you know, you know, walk by um Killer Mike's um haircut place. He was outside there, you know, with his round self. I'm like, yo, man, yeah. let me let me get a picture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was dope experience. And then kinda just building off of that, we just, you know, put a lot of the production together. Just being in the house, just vibing. So I do understand when a lot of producers say, you know, we just hold up in the crib, you know what I'm saying? ATL and we just, you know, yeah. you know, we just vibing. So I, I started to understand that there there is something to it. Right. I still prefer doing it myself, but I definitely, especially with those guys, it was dope the way it came together, just off the vibes and you know the air, you mm -hmm. know. So it was, it was definitely a dope experience. You right, know what right, saying? hundred. Absolutely, that's what's up. Now, gentlemen, yeah, I understand yeah. that you wanted to come to my show tonight in particular because you wanted to talk some ball. 
So, on that <laughs> note, I think it's it's, it's important that we, that we talk about yeah. su- such such a sport. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot happening right now. There's a lot. Uh, matter of fact, uh, as we're talking right now, the Raptors are playing against the Utah Jazz right now. I don't yeah. know what the score is. But we were up. We were up, up by a, half, a little bit when we were on the way here. Oh, okay, so it's halftime, roughly, right now. You would say? Yeah, maybe it's third. Third might have started now. It's okay. Third, maybe, yeah, maybe. We can always, you know, we can have Google. You know? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, what? What's a, in particular? He's restricted to Google right now. Uh, what's a, what I like in particular is the fact that tonight they're debuting the the Welcome Toronto package. So yes. they have the new city jerseys that have the North on it. They have the new parquet floor as well. Okay, sixty one sixty midway through third. I'm I'm, I'm okay with that. Could be a tight game near the end. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like that still because like every team has their own city jersey right now. Yep. Ours is more indicative of you know just not the city but the country as well. Yep. I was actually reading about the jersey design. So they said mm-hmm. that the six. Chevron points represent the six boroughs of Toronto. Mm-hmm. So oh. I never mm-hmm. booked that. You know what oh, I mean? Shit, so good. I had to read that to yeah, understand I read that. that. I read that yeah, too. I'm just like, oh, okay, they put some yeah. thought into that. All right. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the black and gold is indicative of the OVO branding or what have you. Yeah, yeah, um, let me guys ask you something about that. Um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so not just about you know Drake branding the Raptors or what have you, but like just co-branding in general. Like you see every team uh, having like the uh, the patches on on their on their left side mm-hmm. as far as yeah. like the brands that are, yeah. that are co-sponsoring them. Yeah. What do you guys think about that so far? You know, well no, you'll, go, you'll, you'll, you'll go, do your, you're more yeah, in depth, go, but I'll go, just say as a okay. surface topical thing. Yeah, it was inevitable. Right, like just just understanding the way that marketing and the way that technology and the way that social media and the way that everything is moving to like brands are really trying to get their hooks into everything nothing is yeah. really happening organically anymore and they can't they can't afford it right. every time they're every time you're seeing something money is exchanging hands some way yes. someone's getting money someone's losing money and you know what i mean so i figured especially when you look at like you know nascar and f1 look at their, huh. their cars are that's an graffiti and i always thought to myself I'm like there's no way that that sports <laughs> like nba like are gonna get away with the download someone's gonna come with the right dollar value yeah and that's gonna change especially when all the players ended up renegotiating their contracts with the team right. and all that that this is part of that right you know what i mean so it, it was right. only a matter of time to be honest everything anything that can be bought and sold is gonna be bought and sold you exactly know, for the right price yeah you know? man socialist man is finest man yeah. uh osha what do you think about that i i agree wholeheartedly uh, mm-hmm. i think that the, they've been talking about this for a couple of seasons now but uh nba at least in america is almost becoming the number one sport it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's very close. It's, 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 it's rivaling uh, NFL right now. Is of course the yeah. rate, the ratings of NFL has gone down a little bit. Yeah, and they but, took uh, a hit because of the whole Kaepernick thing. But right, exactly. But uh, NBA's at a, <laughs> at, it's, it's at an all time high with social media, all time mm-hmm. high in news, all time high in ticket sales, all time mm-hmm. high in in merchandise. All the players getting shoe deals, crazy right. shoe deals. You know everything that LeBron has done for the league. So mm-hmm. it's only inevitable that the brands start you know attaching themselves to you know. Basketball. Mm-hmm. On top of that, basketball. There's no. There's nothing covering your face. There you go. I was about to get there's, into that. There's no. There's no body armor like yep. like yep. hockey or or, or, football. or football. Yeah. Even baseball has way more stuff on them. Right. Than, uh, we, we, you you naked and the the uh, the audience is way closer to mm-hmm. the yeah, players. It's more intimate. It's way more intimate. Sure. More intimate. Right. They're literally yeah. right there. You can talk to the players if you sit. I haven't. Uh, hopefully, uh, this year or. You know, I get to sit courtside. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I need that. that I need that's that a goal. That's a goal of mine too. Don't even worry. I, I, I was kind of close uh, last season, but I, I yeah. want I want to get right on the on the baseline. Yeah, but, you, uh, you want to get the Drake piece. Yeah, I want yeah, to Drake's piece. I want to hear what they talking about. <laughs> exactly. You know, I, I hear whispers, but mm-hmm. yeah. So it, it's only inevitable that brands start connecting and yeah. and just and just doing that. 
It's not every team has that yet, though. But yeah. I'm sure in the next year or two, yeah, almost everybody's gonna have it. It'll be inevitable. Yeah. And like you were saying before, you know, um, with the with their faces being more visible and what have you, I think yeah, that's man. that's part of the allure because at the end of the day, the NBA is probably the only league out of the four major sports in America <laughs> that are player driven, basically. Oh, exactly. So the players are the ones who market, market yeah. who market the entire league, basically, from their faces to you know how they dress and what have yep. you. Yeah. It's a big reason why hip hop was such a huge factor when Allen Iverson yeah. was playing. Yep. They're so influential. Even the sneakers, yep. you can wear those sneakers in and out of the basketball. Court. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't wear cleats no, on the can't, road. You, you can't wear skates can't wear on the skates, road. You can't do that. Yeah, exactly. The only league that really comes close to, as far as, you know, cross promotion, as far as wearing yourself on and off the field or court, basically, would be yeah. the MLB with baseball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the only and thing. It's just the hats. Beyond, really, beyond that. Jerseys, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, and jerseys are going to be customary yeah, anyway. You're not going to be caught dead rocking the helmet, like, unless if you're working construction. Like, who's doing that? You know what I mean? So I think the players, the players, you know, they drive, they drive the league essentially. Yeah. And yeah. one of the reasons why, and I think you pointed this out, Express, why we have the patches on on the left side, you know, co co branding, what have yeah. you, is because of the new TV deals, right? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, if you're spending twenty four billion dollars, the, the yeah. networks basically, then you got to be able to. <laughs> Help you need finance, exactly. yeah, yeah. Help what finance that paycheck, like, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to do a lot of cross branding and what have you. So I yeah. get it; it makes sense. It does. So far, it's working out. Yeah. Yeah. My biggest fear was that it was going to turn out like like a Premier League thing where okay. you're going to have like, like a big, yeah, yeah, you're going to yeah. have the big AIG logo in front of like no. where the no, Raptors hey, logo is supposed to be. I thought it was going to be like the KHL where they have like things that like top to bottom. Maybe years from now. Maybe years from now. But right now, you know, these little these I like those are cool, man. They're they're pretty they're pretty decent. Right, right. For sure. Now, before you guys got here, I was talking about the Raptors, basically. Yeah. Um, and I was talking about how well they've been doing thus far during the year, how mm-hmm. you know it should be a goal for them to chase you know, the, the one seed and hopefully get home court advantage throughout the entire playoffs. They can get it. They can get it, yep. Mm-hmm. One thing I really wanted to lean into is the fact that when it comes to the Raptors and just Toronto sports in general, or even just Toronto in general, mm-hmm. we always have this redheaded stepchild syndrome in regards to America where we want them to notice us and be like, Hey guys, look at what we're doing. Look at, look at me. I'm doing good. Look at me. Acknowledge me. Validate me. You know what I mean? Like all the time. And like, don't get me wrong. I was guilty of it too. It's like I want to hear Kenny and 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 EJ and all them talk about my guys, right? But I came to a point for me. I don't know how long ago. Like I wasn't keeping score. Yeah. But I just said to myself, I don't care anymore. I know what the Raptors are doing right now. They put yeah. in the work. And I also said that they should, you know, and ironically enough, they should kind of have somewhat of a San Antonio Spurs mentality where you put in the work, people may notice you one way or the other. You right. may not be getting all the flashing lights at you, but at the end of the day, you don't need that to validate how good of a team you are. And I feel like if you do get all those flashing lights on you, you might rest on your laurels a little bit. Yeah. So it's better to stay hungry and just mm-hmm. keep working. And eventually, when you do get those national lights on you, coffee cough playoffs then right. you can then talk about say, yeah. who's validating you and whatnot um express what do you think about that I, I, the thing is <laughs> it's just a, like i understand you're 100 right like mm. it, we don't and shouldn't need the validation yeah <laughs> but unfortunately like we're the only like raptors is the only team in canada like we already mm. have so many things against us right that it's like the least when we're breaking our backs and doing all these things at the least we did we demand is a little bit of recognition Mm -hmm. and i don't i don't understand and i I think well no sorry 
it comes back to economics. We've, we've yeah, 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 yeah. At the end of the day, that's one of the biggest things. Yeah, like, that's what it is. Like the the Raptors and the Canadian. See, Canada's what thirty three million. Yeah, thirty three million. 34, yeah. yeah, that's however many people are in Canada. You have to think how many people are actually basketball fans, and then mm-hmm. how many people are actually Raptors fans. Right. So when you think about that and our market like value and like how much space we take up, mm-hmm. it's not going to be as much compared to a lot of other teams. So right. because of that, we're always going to be under the radar. Like they're never going to give it the full, because it's not, it's not prime time. Just like how yeah, we don't have show, just like we don't have any games on like Christmas and things like that. Right. It's because our market share to them, yeah. to the Americans is not high, even though we'll slap majority of these teams, yeah. but, they, but it doesn't matter. It's not, yeah. it, it, it matters about who's bringing in, the money and who like where are they getting the most notoriety mm-hmm. from? And to them, right. they don't feel like it's here, right? You know, I, I, uh, I agree. I felt like how you felt mm-hmm. for a while. I haven't got to your level yet. Cause, sure, um, <laughs> I, I, I can't wait to get there. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good right now. It's, it's pretty good. <laughs> I, I, I can't wait to get there. It's just because I watch so much uh, American uh, commentary on on. Uh, on like YouTube and all that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. First yeah, yeah. take and and in it's. I actually cut down the first take a little bit to be honest. I know. Honest. I, 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 yeah, I'm yeah. starting to get um, first take undisputed, uh, undisputed, and yeah, I can't. These, these, so I watch these guys. And, but the thing is, what I was gonna say to you before I even addressed yeah. cool is that um, I don't know which commentator, American commentator, was that came uh-huh. that came to Toronto for oh, that okay. for yeah, that, that one when you had that game. Yeah, they had a game here the other day on TNT. Was it yeah. TNT? Right. Well, oh, was, was it, it Kevin TNT? Harlan? Was it Kevin Harlan? Yeah, I think it was Kevin. I think it was. Think was he on was? Sports Net by any chance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was yeah, Kevin yeah. Harlan. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he was talking about how th- there's a- there's an economic reason, of mm-hmm. course. But it's, yep. but it's not about that. There's not enough here. It's that how much money they have to spend yeah. to come here because of the conversion the net, rate and the, the conversion taxes. rate because our tax is like thirteen percent. There's like 8%. the camera crew, the, all like yeah. all that Fucking stuff yeah, is costing them more money. So it's Raptors on its own. Yeah. It's fine. It's, it's fine. Like the market on but its own is fine because it's better than most of the markets out there. It's oh yeah, the major the major <laughs> we're, right. we're the third largest market in exactly. America. Exactly, we're, right? we're huge. Right. We're huge. Like New York, or North America. LA, sorry, you know <laughs> right, what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, this is this. We're number. We're, we're up there. Yeah, but it's the money that they have to spend. Yeah. To, to come here is what the issue is. And I'm like, that's the, that was probably the first time I was like... You heard a different reasoning? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, because I haven't heard because anytime I watch or listen to whether it's series, uh, satellite radio or any of these shows yeah. and they talk about, oh, well, you know, Raptors, you know, they, they've choked in the playoffs. And I'm just like... That's the dumbest yeah, shit. Yeah, that's not a viable it's excuse. It's so stupid because all these other teams you guys talk about other, yeah. have choked in the playoffs. Exactly. Like, what do you so expect when they're winner, like, well, if, like, you get past, on, if you get past Cleveland, like, as if who, that's the most who easiest. Who can do that, like, that's so easy. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, that's our fault. Yes, we it. can't beat LeBron. Just like yeah. more, majority people. Sorry, he's the greatest player of a generation. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry. All the all the players that couldn't beat Jordan, what happened? They didn't get no rings. They didn't get no championships. But we they still were talked about, highlighted, praised. Yep, and still, blah blah yep. blah. So it and it so that part I get now a little yeah. bit. A little more. But um, I I think if and it's it even spills into music. But sure. if if Toronto Network pr- even praised mm-hmm. and highlighted more basketball oh. Oh. out here. Listen when when I when I'm watching my game on TSN. If I'm watching my game and Raptors is, yep. woo, 
amazing game. The game just finished. I'm like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. This is crazy. You yeah. know what happens? You don't get time to digest. Before you digest, they talk <laughs> they about cut seven <laughs> hockey games. Yep. And none of yep. them yep. is... Yo, Philadelphia Flyers. And, and they're, they're doing amazing right now. And and it's it's, it's not even Toronto. It's not yeah. even the Leafs. Oh, it's, it's always American. It's like <laughs> something else. And I'm just like, wait, hold on. We just... It just finished. Yeah. Raptors could have like, just bled. Like, yep. DeRozan could have just like got a career high. Anyway, so the Leafs, um, yeah, yeah. They, were, they were in their practice yeah. this one yeah. off day. Talk um, about it. <laughs> Talk Ottawa, about it. You know, um, this guy, he broke his finger, and it was just really, you know, we don't it know what's going to happen. Make, you know, the third straight. No, like, it makes no exactly. sense. It makes zero sense. We don't respect so, ourselves. So maybe <laughs> like, I would get yeah. on your level if I can put on, if I can put on uh, the score, if I could put on yeah. a Sportsnet one or whatever and see a lot of ball talk instead of when I go, to, I have to go to Raptors uh, TV, TV yeah, to watch yeah. it. And then again, they they play a lot of they play a lot of old school games and stuff, and so yeah. it's like okay, I get it, cool, but I want to know what's going on now. Right, so right, I got to so I got to go on YouTube and watch first take and all these guys, yeah. and they not talking about they barely As they shouldn't really they talk they about Raptors no when a highlight when a big team beats yeah. them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so and even then, even, even then, the narrative is about how. Cleveland lost rather than yeah, about yeah, how yeah. the Raptors won. Exactly. exactly. It's always mm. perspective. So always. So, oh, my gosh. I, I, I can't wait to get to your level, man. But Trust me, man. It, 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 it's a beautiful it, thing. But no, you hit the it, nail on the hurts, head. You hit the nail on the head. And, like, you know, it, it kind of goes back onto the Canadian networks as well. Like, if you don't respect, like, your own team or your own franchise, then, what, then, then who else the is going to do it? Exactly, right? And, and we're killing it. Exactly. If that was the Leafs right now, if that was... Oh, if that oh was, my if bro. If Leafs were number two and just slaughtering my listen here here's perspective for you okay here's perspective for your ass <laughs> last year when the raptors got knocked out by the Cavs in a sweeping fashion mind you yes. people were Second shitting yeah. on, yep. defecating on yep. the raptors yep. talking like about you guys are garbage you can't even beat the Cavs, etc etc all this ignorant talk even from self-proclaimed raptor fans were saying that yeah, stuff I know, too I know, I know. but when the leafs made it to the playoffs <laughs> and on the wild card game and got dismissed you're like oh my gosh god. the leafs are so good we're coming we back. have a good show <laughs> I was like, you guys are terrible. Like, this is How dare you I celebrate mediocrity and yeah. at the same time uh, disgrace mediocrity yeah. on part of the Raptors. I, 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 what? I can't. I can't. Honestly, yep. I can't. Yep. This bullshit. I can't. I can't. Are like, you serious? I can't, and that's, man. I can't. Like, I understand it's a bit like I understand that hockey is the number one sport. There's a lot of you know a lot of Canucks, you know, you're saying there's a lot of yeah, Ottawa eh? Senators and Montreal, Montreal Canadiens and, and you know Edmonton Oilers. Like I, I understand. Big y'all up, big y'all up. You, you you've got to you've got to balance. There's got to be a balance. Yes, like you, and especially because Raptors is the only team that is in the market. Like that should be a more reason why they should. Push more. And they're and only, they're, they're only the actual legit team. winning team. Like, yeah. Leafs yeah. just started winning. James yeah. are kind of back into, into the dughouse, so to speak. Yep. Um, yep. And then who else we yeah, have we, after that? We, I mean, okay, well, okay, to be yeah, fair, we, we have TSC. We have TSC, yes. That's what I was saying. To be fair. That's new. That's new. That's new. That's new. That's new. That's Fair enough. I mean, they went to the world. It's a new thing here. I don't want to disrespect them. No, no, never, never, never. Yeah, for sure. Big them up for the win. Right, right, right. Big them up for the win. Yeah. But. No, it's it it bothers me, man. It it really does because we we have a great team, mm -hmm. we have a great fan base. Mm -hmm. yeah, we we do. I mean, I know we we flip flop. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a bit of a fickle shit. fan base. There's, I'll there's say a, that. A fickle, but I mean, when they come when out to support, to support, we're number, we're up there, maybe top three teams in of, attendance. In attendance, yeah. yeah. So what does that say? Mm -hmm. 
know what I mean? If it's playoffs time, the outside is filled as if we was, we if, was as if they were inside. So, like, I mean, Jurassic Park became Jurassic a Park thing. Is, it's and a thing. Everyone is trying to do That's what America talks about when they talk about Toronto. They talk about Jurassic Park. So, thank God for that. That's the only thing that I really hear. But Right, right. And you know what? I'm going to say this right now. Yeah. I'm going to be the one to say this. Uh-oh. And we're talking about fandom, you know, as far as the Raptors fan base, right? Yeah. I happen to, I don't know if you guys notice this. I do. Okay. Whether I'm at the barbershop, at everywhere. Okay. Yeah. Whenever it comes to, you know, Raptors fandom, what have you, you can mm-hmm. get anyone of any race. You know, you can get, like, Asian. You can get Latino, yeah. Middle Eastern, whatever. Chances are, nine times out of ten, you'll find that there are going to be diehard fans within those communities. And I feel like when it comes to the Raptors, they have the biggest fan base as far as people of color are concerned, right? Of course. Right. But when it comes to black people in Toronto... I'm sorry, I don't see that same love. Maybe once in a while, I'll sprinkle a little bit here and there. Like you guys, yeah. clearly, you guys are diehards. But yeah. when it comes to other black people in Toronto, yeah. they're like, "Yo, yeah. I don't mess with the Raptors. Yo, it's about Lakers. though. yo, Knicks. Yo, OKC. No, da 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 da." I'm like, hold on. I'm listening to all the teams that they they that they so called rep. Yes. But I'm like, okay. Isn't this team kind of like a defunct playoff team that only gets bounced out in the first round? Right. Hasn't this team had their struggles? Hasn't that right. team had their struggles? So it's just right. like Listen. you you praise and big up them and yep. give them the benefit of the doubt. Yep. But you lose all objectivity when it comes to the Raptors, even though they're doing better than them. You know how many times I've heard people say, oh, Washington's better than the Raptors? Oh, that's, oh, Since that's bu- when? That's Washington has that even is, won 50 games hate in their entire 45-year history. Steve, 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 Are you kidding me? Steve Smith what? was talking about Wizards. All season until only recently where he's now been fed yeah, up yep. with them because he can't oh, believe okay. of how yep. trash, trash they're, they're playing play. okay. and how yep. Raptors okay. are Good. completely exceeded them. Yep. But Good. Yeah, know what, I think know, it was last season, I think, is when people started the, saying that Washington was I, people are just yeah. people I don't know. I honestly I don't I don't I don't know. But the one thing that I do know is Speak your mind, brother. <laughs> what I get so frustrated about uh-huh. with Toronto yes. is I, I'm a I'm a loyal guy. Okay. And so okay, when it yeah. comes to basketball, yeah. I, I like football, you only allowed it you're allowed one team. Right. Right? You're not allowed to like like those are called real bandwagoners. Yeah, 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 right, right, right. You have one team. Just stick with it. We like, don't have a Toronto team, so you know, we technically can pick whoever we want in NFL. Yeah. But right. when it comes to basketball, you're allowed I say you're allowed two teams. Okay, sure. I say in general. Mm-hmm. But one of them has to be your hometown. Yeah. The, I agree. Like, I agree. Like, you can't be. shit on your hometown. You just can't. can't. You mm-hmm. can't belittle your hometown. I'll give you especially that. Especially if your home team, hometown team, yeah. is good. Yes. <laughs> You're yeah, not allowed to. Yeah. yeah. You're allowed two teams. So me, I have I wherever I'm like Raptors have always been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then my second team is wherever LeBron is playing. Wherever LeBron is playing. Because how can we because how can we because I know basketball is yes, ultimate team sport, but the thing is, it's player-driven. So mm-hmm. how can Black we exactly. ignore yeah. greatness from an individual player and then right. pretend to, like, I can't I can't do that. Yeah. But I hate when, like, Toronto fans come to the Toronto arena mm-hmm. and their their bandwagon team is in the arena. Yeah. Right. And they, f- yeah, they, they cheer. The they cheer for that, f- that friggin' money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <They> just, <laughs> like, when Golden State... And you, oh, you of course, know you of were course. there. When Golden State, when the, anytime I, I went to Golden State last year, I didn't go this year, but okay. yeah. when Golden State played, 
and when like Curry would score, and yeah. I would hear a whole bunch of cheers. Yeah, like it was oh a fucking God. home team. Yep. Like a whole, yep. and oh I'm like, what? What is? What is going on here? Like I That's when LeBron when LeBron scored against us or scores yeah. against us, I don't jump out and enjoy and make yeah. a whole heap of noise. Right, yeah, golf clap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you know, okay. 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 Or if he does a dunk or a block, I'll be like, ooh, like, yeah. like yeah, of course. Talking. But yeah, why are you cheer? Or if they're like the eleventh guy of the Golden State yeah. scores, yeah, I'm like, why are you guys cheering? You don't even know his name. I'm here. This is this was. You think you could go to New York or go to any of those? No, yeah. no, they'll toss you out. They don't play that shit. Oakley. If they toss <laughs> him out of all people, they won't. They yeah, they're not playing that. You can't do so. And I that's hate over here, that, bro. Yeah, I really do, man. Yeah. like I really do. I really do. You know I, what? You bring up a very good point because I remember <laughs> the worst for me. You know, when it comes to that particular thing, the worst I've ever seen was that one game where Jamie Lynn came and he was on oh, New York, oh, and yeah, that was during yeah. the whole insanity yeah, era, and he hit that last second pointer. The arena. Are you serious? Yo, hey, I was you go, it's on YouTube. I, I wasn't there, but I saw on YouTube. You were there. I'm, you were there. No, no, I wasn't. Oh. I was watching on TV, yeah. and he hit that three pointer, and everyone was screaming, "Yeah!" I was like, uh, "That might have been around the time I was I embarrassed." Hated. I was embarrassed as of a Raptors course. fan. I was like, "Really? You're gonna sh-? like?" I know we weren't doing that great Probably that year. Yeah, we were trash but, that year, but at, at the same time, you can't cheer like that when when it was a home game. It was even an all star. It was a home game. He was just that was a home game. Yeah, it was a home game. Little spurt. game for I was so embarrassed. Yeah, I can't. I don't. I can't. I'm so I, I, can't, I, can't, I, can't I didn't know if majority of the, of the Asian market was at that game at the time. Well, could have been. Could have been. No, maybe that's why. Toronto yeah. has, does have a large that's Asian what I'm demographic. That's, that's what so I'm it's very it's possible. possible. But nonetheless, I know. I just, still, man. I just don't. I just don't know how you it's, do it. It's country over. I just don't know how you do. Like you're shit, in man. Toronto watching a game. You're from Toronto, and you're cheering hard for the other team. Like you're cheering hard, and you're not related to the player. No, or it's not your boy. Or it's not your boyfriend. Or your god. You know what I mean? Like you're cheering hard. Yeah, like you're cheering. Hard, like unless they provide those tickets for you, then okay, yeah, cool, Which, sure. Like it doesn't, sure. it doesn't make it doesn't like. Yeah. Come on, man. Like when if Larry goes to Philly and he scores and they cheer, I get it. He's from Philly. He's from Philly, yeah, 100%. that makes sense. Yep. But come on, man. Like or now that Curry is not with us, if he scores and we cheer, yeah, I'll accept it because he's from here, even yeah. though he's playing for Indiana. But mm-hmm. come on, man. You no, man. I can't. I can't. Like and can't. some and you know what? Like the joke is like let's say you know Steph Curry, you know, and the Warriors they come and play Toronto. He scores and when cheers, whatever. Sure. I mean. There may be some people in the audience who could use the excuse that, you know, his dad used to play for Toronto. Right. Okay, and that all that stuff. Okay, that, but if, you're, that, if you're 15 years old, you don't know nothing about that. You, don't know you have no excuse. You, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you, 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 you did not see Steph Curry putting up shots pre-game. You didn't see that shit. You don't remember the days when the jerseys were purple and white. You don't know about that. You don't know about that. You didn't see the wood grain panel in that court. No, you don't know about that. Fresh. You didn't see when it said Air Canada Center on the on the baseline. Yo, yo, you were yo, there for that. You were there. Don't cheer, boy. Don't cheer, boy. No. Oh, no. no, I, can't, no. I, can't, I can't accept it, man. I know. I really. I can't. I can't accept it, man. Or I'll see like David. Man. David West. He'll score and then they'll cheer. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, you don't even know who David West is. Come on, really? Yeah. Really? David West? Nah, Toronto? Man. That's how you feeling? Don't do that. And then when we start winning, you want to guy, you guys want to start turning around. Oh my god, yeah. Because I knew one. Nah, yeah, nah, nah. You went with a shooter in the gym. No, you know what I mean. You went with a shooter in the gym. Oh man, gentlemen, I could talk about these discrepancies all night we long could, if man, I, I could if cheese, I wanted man. to. If I wanted to. Sure. Uh, before we get into the next segment, I want to switch gears to just the NBA in general. Okay, we talked yeah. about the branding and all that. We talked about the Raptors. Yeah, yeah. All Star Weekend is just around the corner. Yeah, they just revealed yeah. uh, which which player is going to go on which team for mm-hmm. for the All Star team and what mm-hmm, have you. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah. Based on what you guys saw, mm-hmm. who are you guys selecting? Uh, team wise, like team wise, team wise. Yeah, who are you guys selecting? Team Curry or team? Uh, uh, Wait, so is it? So they've already chose. Yeah, they've already chose. Yeah, they, they did it last night. They did it last, last night. night. Oh, it was last night. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So I thought maybe they were going to end up televising it. So I guess no, 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 they no, didn't. They did it. Nah. But I have a. I know. I have a s- small inclination. Uh huh. Yeah. That it was recorded, and then they might put it on. Yeah, and it will be with like LeBron something special, maybe. Uh, oh, like an uninterrupted, uninterrupted or something, okay. and it was like. You know what I mean? And you get to actually see, maybe it won't show exactly every guy they pick, yeah. but it might yeah. show some highlights. Like some, some, yeah, that's what I think. Because yeah, there's something because he wanted it to be televised. Oh, a yeah, lot okay. of he wanted it to be televised. So I yeah, I saw the list. Yeah, I'm conflicted. Okay, because I'm Toronto. I still hold down. I of course, De- of course. Demar and Larry to me is like they're from Toronto. Oh, so for the, sure. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We, we adopted them. We adopted we, them. So yeah, they're, they're sure. Toronto mandems, in so <laughs> so Demar lives in Saga. So you know. So the fact that he he's on Curry's team, yeah, they're both of them. Actually, both actually both, both of them are. Both of them are. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, man, I want them to win. But the thing is, that the Browns team that that starting lineup looks stacked, bro. It does. It does. What's, what's James? What's so, what's James' starting lineup? James is James is James. It's he picked KD. He, he has picked, AD yeah. Anthony Davis. He has Boogie, he has Boogie. and he, he has Kyrie. He picked Kyrie, which was the shocker, <laughs> which was the stunner. That was a big. That was a big thing. It was a stunner, but he's smart though. But he's smart. He's he's playing to win. He's like you guys. I I think that's what he said at the beginning. He's playing to win. He's not playing. He wants to win, especially this is the first time doing this. Yeah, this is the first time. So he he. I heard now. Now I heard a random thing where they said they're making a rule now, or they're implementing this rule where next season, even if they're both. Elite vote, uh, elite vote getters again. Yeah, yeah. They won't. They're not allowed to be captains. Oh, Good. so who? Because you have to so who switch it up? The, yeah, the, the second, the second runner up, or the runner up. Really? Unless you're not in the if you switch conferences. So hold on. So who, wait, so yeah, the wait, wait. the voice get the votes get compiled up. Whatever you have your your, your top vote getters, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. the person below them, which is the runner up, gets to select the teams. Mm-hmm. If if it's LeBron again. Oh, uh, okay. If you know. Okay, player. I get it. I get it. I get it. If LeBron like, wins again, yeah, yeah. Then they're it, like, it's, it's like the coaches, you know. for example. If you yeah, they the coach of the year before, yeah, then they, they have to be they the, next the, the next one runner up. Okay, okay. but they're okay. saying in the conference. So there's the rumor that, but if you go, if he leaves and goes to the West, and he's leading vote getter, he gets to pick the teams again because that's that he wasn't there last year. Okay. Yeah, so, that's so it's it, that's the technicality, but okay, I, I get mean, it. Yeah. To, to make it a little bit interesting, because it's been stale, so they but, gotta find a way to keep. Right, I don't, but I, I don't know. I don't. I don't really agree. I just think if you keep leading, you should keep picking. I don't give a damn. Like what the hell? Right. Like guess, you know what I mean? There's always gonna be different uh, all star all star uh, you know candidates that get in anyway. So mm-hmm. the team is not gonna be the same. Right. But yeah, I don't care. Captain, if the, yeah, I don't care. If the captain, if the yeah, that really doesn't matter that much. It's just a reflection of who's popular, who's. He's popular and he's you know. the dope, but I think right, that right. Te- I think that team could smash. Team James can smash. Could smash Curry's team in size wise, but yeah, yeah. But he he has shooters exactly. Yeah, he don't shoot the lights out, and you- he has shooters, and he has three of the best per players on the team right mm-hmm. now, which is Harden, uh, right? Um, the Greek Freak. Mm-hmm. I think he, he can't shoot though, but. Yeah, um, and uh, and Curry himself. So yeah. you know what that know. you know what these teams remind me of. You guys remember way back in the two thousands when yeah. when it came to the Western Conference, they had all the big men, and then when it came to the yeah, East Conference, they had all the guards. That's, that's yeah, what it was. Yeah, yeah. For that's a what while. exactly that's what, what it reminds like you of that, right now. You know what? Because you You're have right. like in the starting lineup alone. 
on, on Curry's team, you have Curry, you have Harden, and you have DeRozan, right? Oh, already gosh. smaller. It's already smaller. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. On, on LeBron's team, you have LeBron who can play any position he yeah. wants. And then you already have Boogie and and and, and uh, Davis on the team as well. And, and Greek KD. Freak. And Greek, yeah, no, no, Greek Freak. Oh, he's on the other one? Oh, KD. But KD. But KD. But KD. Fucking seven foot. Yeah. Exactly. And can shoot. So it's like. He could literally be the shooting guard on that team. Exactly. And stupid. So if they if they really put together size wise, then that could be that could be over. It's stupid. Very soon. I wonder who Curry selected second. That's who I'm. I'm worried. Yeah, see, does it, does it show so, somewhere? No, it like, no, no. It's, it's completely undisclosed. Because I'm shocked that he got he got AD and Boogie. Didn't LeBron, did LeBron got AD, AD and Boogie, right? Yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Like, what did mm-hmm. he, like, but did how he did that happen? Of that, Maybe yeah. it was. Because he picked KD. We know he picked KD first. Yeah. Then, he, then Curry picked Harden. That's what I think. Right. I and think then, Curry and, picked Harden. Uh, or he picked Harden. I think Curry picked Harden. Or actually, like first, or he. Maybe. You think he picked Harden first? I think he did. I'm, I'm bet- yeah. between uh, between between Harden and and, and the Greek freak, Greek freak, because I think he thought tall. Right. But if he did pick Harden, mm-hmm. LeBron skipped Greek freak and picked AD. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Then he doesn't pick Boogie. Like he goes and picks. Wait, who's the center on? Oh, it's Embiid. Embiid's the center. He picked, of, he picked Embiid. After. Okay, so maybe maybe mm-hmm. that kind of plays into it. Maybe that kind of plays into it. Who you know what? This is a funny thing. Like, like I feel like they did this on purpose to make us speculate. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, like not only that, but but again, it's a pride thing, right? Because like these guys don't want to be put out on front street saying that they got picked last. Who picked last? I heard someone was picked. Who did they say was picked last? Was it? We don't know. They thought that it was Westbrook. Westbrook. Yeah. So was that? That was a rumor. That was. Yeah. Well, Westbrook thought he got picked last because he's reading the list and he saw his name last, but it was actually listed alphabetical order in terms of last name. Your last name is W, bro. Yeah. You got pissed. That. He got pissed, yeah, but nine times out of ten, you go in alphabetical order, you're right. going to be at the end. Unless it's somebody last name with a Z. Exactly. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? So, oh, yeah, he got he got man. mad, but it would be interesting to know who who do you think got last? Who do I, I don't think it matters, but who? But even if, if you had to guess. Ugh. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't... Ugh. It doesn't really... I mean, they're all they're all all-stars, so I don't know why... That's I don't true. Know why, yeah, I don't know why that They should have did it like... They should have did it like NHL. This is the first time I've ever said, I wish they did something like NHL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like <laughs> NHL... I told you what NHL did. Where you get last pick... You, you get like a free get, car get a like car that? or something. Yeah. So like the best player would uh, be Ovechkin, like... I think it was... Yeah, 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 yeah. I want a free car. I don't care if I'm rich. I want a free car. Wasn't it Phil Kessel who got picked last, I think? I don't, I don't, I don't even know who ended up getting pig last, but oh, I we have it Google. wasn't for sure. <laughs> well, nonetheless, while we're looking for that, man, we're going to go to a commercial break real quick, all right? Yeah. We still got a lot more to discuss Pays in the Chip deals. Talk segment, but before we, before we get to that, we're going to get to one of your tracks off of almost everything, man. This one's right, called so. Broke, and we'll be right back whoa, after Whoa, 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 time out. Wait, wait, wait. Broke is not on that. It's not on there? No, no, no. Oh, shit, I got We got to fix, we gotta fix that. Broke broke is on until now, which you could play, though. Okay, I put out the video last year, so you could play that. Okay, fair enough. I got that mixed up, actually. My fault, my fault. Nonetheless, we're going to play that right now, yeah. and we'll be right back after these messages. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, yo. Welcome back to the show. Once yes. again, it is your man, DM Cool. cool. And this is Cool Radio. I got my mans in the building. They go by the name of DJ Express and everything. Oh, Sean. Oh, no. 
Yes. And we were talking about a whole bunch of ball. Yeah. Uh, but now we're going to switch gears a little bit, right? So we got to get through the more pop culture aspect of the show. So that yeah. is Trip Talk. So we're going to choose three of the hottest topics that took over the airwaves this week. And we are going to deliberate on them. Right. So, gentlemen, <laughs> let's like get part. ready to uh-huh. uh, pontificate, shall we? Yes. Pontificate, Sean. Pontificate. Next show. Next show. It's a special show that we do talk about these items. Jesus. Jesus. All right. So let's get to it, man. So. First topic on the deck, man. We got to get to uh, Drake. So yeah. he released, I don't even want to call it an EP because there's only two I chats. Know, but diplomatic let, immunity. Let's just say he released two songs. So one of them being diplomatic immunity, right? I'm like, yo, am I, am I going to see uh, Dipset on here? <laughs> I know. Yo, I know. I'm like, yo, hey, it's like 2002 all over again. Overly baggy clothes and everything. <laughs> Like grade nine for me, shoot. You know what I mean? But nonetheless, yeah, he put out Diplomatic Community as yes. one of the new records. Yes. And yeah, the beat was dope. I love the beat. I, lo- yes. I love it when Drake raps over that kind of production. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. But the biggest takeaway from that track is that he sent out some shots to a few particular people, to a, a, a conglomerate of people of sorts. Conglomerate. <laughs> 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 But nonetheless, he sent some shots out. He did. Most notably towards the uh, popular uh, internet program, Everyday Struggle. So the shots went at... Slight shot at Nadeska, slight shot at at uh, academics, and then yeah. mm-hmm. the bigger shot at Joe Budden. Right. So this is what he said in the line, and I quote: mm-hmm. "Shit is complex, like short niggas around tall all ladies. I gotta watch who I'm talking to, like it's all, all ages. ages. Mm. I've seen Budden careers turn to sit around and talk about other, other careers, careers. Yeah. judging the peers, yes. knowledge from niggas who did not contribute to none, none of, of this here." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bars. Before we dissect that, let me just yeah. say this, and I've been saying Bars. this for the longest time, and I will still continue to say it to this yeah. day. When Drake tries to rap, yeah. his wordplay game is fucking it's, sick. It's, yeah. Pardon my French, no, no, but it is nice. His wordplay, like his double entendres, like mm-hmm. budding careers. You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's complex, like short, like yeah, short yeah. niggas and tall, tall bitches. Like, yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. He's, you he's, know what I mean? I, I love yeah. it. So like this whole ghostwriting allegations, whatever, man. Like when, I'm when Drake really wants really to rap, he's yeah. nice. But nonetheless, I digress. Now, um, as far as the first line, the complex line, obviously complex as a whole. Yeah, and yes. then when he's talking about short niggas and tall ladies, I felt like that was a shot at Ack because mm-hmm. he looks kind of short to me, honest. Yeah, right, and right. I'm assuming that's probably is. taller than him. Yeah, right? yeah, yes. Yeah, and then Budden Careers, Budden, yeah. Joe Budden. Yeah, yeah. We all know so, what it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, uh, dudes uh, talking, what, what was yeah, talking about like, other careers. Knowledge from niggas yeah. did not contribute to none of this here. Again, right. it's Ack because a lot of people have accused him of that. Yeah, of course. So, what do you guys think about about that whole exchange between those two in that in that respect? You gonna go? Yeah, I'll say quick. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, I. I don't really. I didn't really take it as a diss. Okay. To be honest with you, right? I, I I mean I know a lot of people did, and I know that I even listened to uh, um, Button's podcast the other day, right? And right. he said that he didn't take it as a, uh, as really shots to himself, right? And I tend to agree. Mm-hmm. Like I think it was just clever. I think it was clever wor- a wordplay. Right. Yep. I thought that uh, you know he was talking about. Stuff that was happening right now. Correct. Joe Budden is hot right now. Right. Um, probably like I said, harder than he's either ever been, either or been. or as hot or as, as right. he was when he was. Yeah. When he, when, yeah. You know what I mean? He's at his hottest right now. He's white hot. Right. right now. He's real hot yeah. right now. So it only makes sense that he brings up his name in in, in the a song. clear, especially with the whole complex. 
kick, not having Joe Budden a part of it, and all, so yeah, that's yeah. a big yeah. news still. It is. So I, I'm not fresh. shocked that he would bring that up. Yeah, that, to show that he's he's paying those guys up. Everything. But yeah. I didn't take it. I wouldn't. If I was him, I wouldn't feel insulted. Right. If that's if if people think he's supposed to feel insulted. He shouldn't feel insulted. Yeah. What's the reason to be insulted? Because he said that he's sitting around talking, Talk, uh, judging other judging careers, his, judging yeah. other careers. Because he had, he, but he recognizes that he knows that stuff didn't go exactly the way he wanted it to. Absolutely, right. he's the first but to he's, admit it. He's, he <laughs> says that mm-hmm. he, he he his job was sitting around talking about other people's careers. Yeah. Yep. So he's, he's talking about actual things yeah, that are that is. Here, yeah. So it's, what's the diss necessarily to him particularly? Yeah. yeah. You know I, what? Is my point. It, it, what it is is that we're in it when we're in an era that. People, people don't understand how many people that Jay-Z would talk about in his raps or like how many people like these guys would talk about all the time. It's very subtly. It's like cold. It's like a cold war. It's not mm-hmm. direct, but it's it's hip hop and it's competitive. So he's going to talk about shit that's happening. Right. And like he's he's literally just commenting on the fact of what Button is doing. And it's almost like a nod to it. Now, here's the thing, because Button did mention that. Drake reached out to him or whatever, and, mm-hmm. and you know, then they said they, they were they were cool. You know, he appreciates what he's doing. Now we all, you know, people that make music, we know that sometimes when you make music, you don't know when it was recorded or when it was. Exactly. You know what I mean? So exactly. they could have had that conversation. Everything was cool, and then he had said that before. But it's like the song's already done, and I'm yeah. not really, I'm not really flaming him like that. He's so not, it's, right. it's o- yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. okay. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But people, but a lot of people. They don't know when a diss is really a diss. Right. Like you've got to really be coming at a nigga neck. Like like um, what's his name? Um, what's the guy who just released uh diplomatic community um freestyle Vic, diss? Vic Mensa. Vic Mensa is talking about the the joke because he's dissing Joe Bunn on a um diplomatic community it. remix oh, um, freestyle, and he's saying yeah, shit about the sexual allegations um the assault allegations that Joe Budden had and like right. s- specific things that are more so shots and those are disses. Like yeah. those are more so. To get at it's someone's a character, shot, yeah. but you talking about Joe Budden's day job that he had that paid his bills for like a year. Yeah, I, I think you're gonna have to do better than that if it's really a diss. Like I, I right. don't, I don't I, think that's really. You know what I do? I compare, it's, it's, I compare, it's, it's I compare, I compare I mean? that to um like when Jay said, um Money playing future, no. playing future. Oh. Um, in the future, yeah, yeah. football with your son. With football with your son. Right, I, don't, right. I didn't take. I didn't think that it's was a diss. I think he was just yeah. It was just. I think it was clever wordplay. Yeah. That's it. Sorry to heat that, that these niggas is good with it was, the pen. It was, yeah. it was, it was, it was just <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. play on words, and it just happened to work. And, and it's yeah, I wasn't it, a diss to future. It, it reminds me of of another J line that he said at Joe Buttons a long time ago on, yeah. on Blueprint Three. I think he said, "All you young little." Uh, I think he said all you all you long, young little niggas yeah. who are buttoned up, you need to button up. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I think that was a shot at but, Joe but at that, the time. But, but that's more diss. Yeah, I think I take. I don't See, know. That might be a little more dissing than this one. But what would be? But the again, it, again, it's, it's like, a cold, it's like a cold a little, war tactic, right? Yeah, it's exactly. He, he yeah, said exactly. button, but but it sounds like button. You know what yeah, I mean? Right, so, double entendre. Yeah, like, a lot of, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Plus, you never know. I mean, because yeah, like, I but he's been getting at him for. They've been going. They, well, he said he'd been getting at him for. A while. I, it's, it's mostly been yeah. button because if you remember, I think Back it was last <laughs> summer he had like four or five diss songs that are going going towards Drake. Diss yeah. songs, you know, yeah, message yeah. songs, whatever. Yeah, whatever he you want to call it. He did a lot. And even he thought he even thought Calabasas uh, or four AM and Calabasas was about was about himself. Me talking about Joe, and yeah. I, I didn't hear the joke. Just to be honest, maybe not on that one. No, I didn't. Yeah, on the no shopping, we got it. Yeah, pump it up. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. 
right? That, that's blatant. That's blatant, right? right. No, but, yeah, but no, like I thought it was cool that that Drake talked about everyday struggle, what yeah, Because a lot yeah. of people have been, have been talking about that. 100%. And yeah, again, like I don't think it was a diss. It was just subliminal shots, mm-hmm. but nothing too incriminating. Because at the end of the day, what he said was was purely factual. Yeah, right? nothing yeah, was yeah, out so of the you, norm. Like you ooh. can't really be like, oh, it's a big thing. How big dare thing. you talk about like? Yeah, nah, come on, it, talk about my career. Like no, he's just facts. This it, is what just what he does. Exactly. It's cool. And that's exactly what happened on the record. So you know, no one can really get mad. Mm-hmm. Joe's not mad at academic was actually happy that he got <laughs> yeah, he's, already mentioned. he's just happy to be yeah. here like like exactly happy mm-hmm. to be in the room and then the desk was just very indifferent to it because like she didn't really feel anything yeah exactly but I know right she's indifferent to, to <laughs> star freaking saying he wants to yeah! jizz on her, jizz on her yeah uh, I was uh, like yo you're taking this kind of light right now but like, she said uh, apparently she she behind the scenes she, like she she, she, she was the, yeah she was more you vocal know, about it yeah, yeah, yeah like she's okay. not being held hostage she said but once again you're bound under contract i don't know what any of these people really really are going through so who knows maybe she yeah. is this is all an act and like there's no way to know for sure right 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 um but yeah but, uh, ladies and gentlemen listening at home what do you guys think do you guys think that it was a huge diss towards everyday struggle do you think it was just you know a play on words whatever the case may be either way let me know hit me up in the comment section uh when we post this video on youtube eventually yep. hit me up on twitter at dm underscore cool or cool underscore radio and share your thoughts yeah. now next topic that we gotta discuss man like we had some we had a lot of noteworthy topics uh, this week actually oh, so sure. the next one i want to get at is um charlamagne the god mm-hmm. now <laughs> this was very close to being wankster of the week this week but like something else came in i'm like you know what this would be better su- uh served as a talking point okay but nonetheless it was a conversation that happened uh live on the air on the breakfast club and it's mm-hmm. between him and a cast member of love and hip-hop who goes by the name of amara la negra oh, so the, the, oh. the spanish yeah yeah, oh, the, 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 the beautiful, the beautiful, the beautiful, the beautiful. Yeah, yeah she's beautiful. She is so yeah. beautiful. Fuego, fuego, fuego. Yo, she, 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 she is beautiful. She like, is, I don't know she much is, about her. Like, I don't nah, know if, she, if she's a crazy chick on Love and Hip Hop, but from what I've seen so far. I, she, I, I like her. She's cool. She's, she's cool. I mean, she yeah, she's cool. Okay. I don't think she's. I don't think she's that. I've one seen one a lot, a lot of hip hop, and she doesn't seem. She don't seem crazy like them other. Okay. okay. Like them other bitches. Well, I've sworn off of love and hip hop. I've only seen them about like three or four episodes all together. With yeah, ever yeah, since yeah. it's been now, I'm just like, nah, this is poison for my soul. I can't do it. <laughs> like, like Mona Scott. Uh, Tyler Perry and and and, and, and Lee Scott or Lee Daniels, whatever. Oh my God! They are the unholy trinity of black entertainment, man. I'm sorry, they they are a cancer to black entertainment, man. Like they just they're just putting out mental shows left, right, and center. But nonetheless, I digress. Um, so. On that note, so Amara Negra was on uh, The Breakfast Club, and basically she was talking about colorism within the Afro-Latino community. Yes. And she has said that this Sunday has existed within this community for a yes. very long time. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that she pointed out was the fact that it's very hard to see people of a darker pigment within that particular community get a lot of the major roles within entertainment. Yes. So when it comes to like the soap operas on Telemundo and whatever mm-hmm. uh, Latino-centric channels there yep. are, mm-hmm. you'll never see the dark-skinned people or darker complexion people in those prime roles. Yes. You'll see them in the more in the more nefarious roles. So like maybe right. people being thugs v- or prostitutes or, or, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's talking about this. I'm like, okay. Like, I've heard this before. I'm like, yeah, right. I agree. I understand exactly where she's coming from. Yeah. Yeah. And then Charlemagne and DJ Envy were like, oh, yeah, we don't see it. And so they kept on bringing up examples of people within mainstream America. So, like, Tiffany Haddish and, like, the girl yeah. strip movies and all that stuff. Yeah. But, Lupita. but what she kept on trying to explain was the fact that that's just the general mainstream American market. Mm-hmm. She is talking about the Latin American mm-hmm. market. So when she pointed that out, I already understood what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. But when she pointed that out, I understood exactly where she's coming from mm-hmm. because it's two completely 
different markets that should not be homogenized in any Correct. sort of way. Correct. Now, with that being said, when she still kept on trying to explain that, Charlemagne was, oh, are you sure that's not all in your head? And right. I'm just like, man, don't yep. know, Charlemagne. Yep. No, you don't do that. <laughs> so again, there's a whole bunch of discourse throughout yep. the entire throughout the entire uh, interview. And my opinion on it is the fact that exactly what she was saying, it's two completely different markets. You can't Correct. use. Lupita Nyong'o as an example because she's not in that market. Uh-huh. You can't use Lupita. Tiffany Haddish in that example because she's not in that yes. market. Yep. This is a market that's still trying to catch up with the rest of America as far as Cor- acceptance goes. Correct. So when you're trying to compare the two, it's, they're they're incomparable. It's mm-hmm. apples and oranges at the end of the day. It's a mm-hmm. false equivalence because they're still behind the eight ball. Meanwhile, yep. we're still pushing the eight ball as far as like American television is, is, is concerned. Correct. And only American television has just started doing that with the girls trip just movie. Started. With with the with the female cast of Black Panther coming out very yo. soon. Like they are just starting yo, to push yo, that yo, envelope. Yo. Whereas about Latin it. America, they're not on that Let me tip yet. So please, Let me my man DJ something. Express, I know you 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 have an opinion on this. Listen, please talk about it. Listen, my daughter, you know, she's half Mexican so you know I gotta speak on this you know hey. with the Latinos because she's gonna probably go through you know some of this but let me say this us? the thing that black America has to understand is that there is a lot of racism that extends outside of black America because they don't understand they don't, that and, and you know what rightfully so because when you think about the history of Black America and the 400 years of slavery, and then the subsequent segre- <laughs> right, the segregation, yeah. and 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 mm-hmm. and the you know, or like and Jim Crow, right, all the things that came after it. So they're they're very tunnel vision. It's like mm-hmm. we went through all this shit. Fuck all y'all now, the niggas, because yeah. we going through our we, shit. Because we to them, to, everyone right. who's black is 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 American. Right at the end of the day, so they're not really thinking or they're not really teaching or learning about um, other people's struggle within the black community because theirs was such a heavy load. So they have this tunnel vision. But saying all that, Mm -hmm. going through what they went through, what we went through, we should also be open to hearing other types of struggle that exist. Because let me tell you something, overt, I mean, covert racism is even more heavy than the overt racism. Mm-hmm. So like the Latin community, every community has this colorism thing. Did, the lighter yeah. you are, the fairer you are looking, yeah. the yeah. better you are, you're gonna be, you know, it goes back to the slavery, you know, all yeah. the house, the house niggas, they were the lighter shade and they get to talk to Massa, yeah, and, you know yeah. what I'm saying, and, and and be in the house and have a bed, but then all the darker niggas, you know, they were in the, in the gutter, you know, yeah, outside, couldn't field. get in the house, yep. you know, being thrown fruits and shit at them to eat. So. The colorism happens in every, even in Indian um culture. Oh, yeah. Like, Asian even, even with well. well. Priyanka yeah, Chopra, like, she, she was Asian. talking about it. She got some hot water because she's talking about, oh, you know, just she didn't understand mm-hmm. that the lighter you are, you're getting a better opportunity. So, Charlemagne and, and, and DJ Envy should, I understand that they, could, they can be ignorant, but mm-hmm. when someone's presenting you with new information, you have to be, you have to be open. There's something called cognitive dis- dissonance, is when you're being given you information and mm-hmm. then you have this inability to adapt and be open to it. And right. it's, 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 it's a, it's a poison because that it makes them look uneducated because Charlemagne, as you know, he's very forward thinking and for women and, and this and that he's put a out a of, book recently. You, you know what I mean? So he's talking about, and it's called black privilege. Yeah. Like he should, <laughs> right. he should, he should, he should know to open his mind a little bit yeah. because what she's saying is true. Like the Latin community yeah. is bad for that. Like I'm exactly. telling you right now, I've seen it. I've seen it with my own eyes. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's bad for that. So right. she is a hundred percent right. And yes, America is kind of coming around 
around yeah. with, with with regular black African American, but for everybody else, the Latin that's a whole nother market and that's yeah. a whole nother struggle that is hundred percent there. Exactly. I agree with everything you're saying. You know what's just funny though? I, I just I just I just don't like when people use like four or five examples. And, yeah, to and say then, that yeah. it's everybody. Then, oh, because there's four or five people. And then everything is good. And everything is You're homogenizing it. Like, everything is all good. Like, no, I I, need, yeah. I always say, I even tell the stage all the time, like I, like, I need to hear you say, like, 10, 15 examples. Right, right. Yeah. Right away. I'm not racist. Me, I have for, four for, black for, friends. For me exactly. like, okay. But I just think that maybe, I mean, we could be fair. Maybe I, she, she wasn't necessarily articulating um, her point uh, right away for them to capture what she was trying right to away. say, like right away, you know what I mean? Like in terms of the fact that okay, she's coming from loving hip hop, mm-hmm. so there's they already they may and they don't know who she is, they don't know right. her music, right, so right, they right. already have like, what kind of girl are we getting? Are we gonna get one of those girls that come in here trying to talk some damn shit? She's really stupid. We haven't heard right. her music. We don't know how talented she really is. I didn't right? even know who she. I thought she was an actress. To be right. Honest, yeah. Based on what she was she, talking she about. A right. Musician? Uh, she, no, she, she is. She's an artist. She's, yeah, artist. Yeah. You, okay, okay. she's she's actually good. Oh, okay. She's Sick. actually really good, and she, I'm not gonna be shocked if she starts destroying shit. Like I, I hope won't, so. I she won't, could be I'll, the next Cardi B for like, all we yeah, know. Yeah, like she, like so. she, could, like you know what I mean. But like, will she? Because yeah, I because of her skin complexion, will she? I think because a lot of people attribute Cardi B's lighterness as to why she crossed over the way that she did, and if she was darker, they're saying that maybe that wouldn't have happened. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Cardi B is in that mainstream America level right now. You know yeah. what I mean? Like she's she's aiming for that market. Right, yeah. right, she's right, aiming for that market. Whereas whereas Amara, she's aiming for that Latin America oh, market. She, oh, okay. No, well, no, she wants America. She wants America market. Who? Amara? Yeah. Well, she, she what, what kind of music is well, she, she doing? Well, she was stating well, well, in an interview that, yes, that, exactly. she, in that, that context, she wants it was to be about in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, difficulty, yes, the, Latin, the difficulty in the Latin yeah. community. Yeah, exactly. The Latin, Which is yeah. what I know for sure but right. she, is a problem. But yeah, but she's trying to, she's going, well, she's working towards getting into the American market with what she's doing. And I think. She'll probably get in there first she, before the Latin market. Well, apparently she has a record deal now with Yeah, she has a record deal now Oh, she announced that. She already has a record deal. She has music coming out. I see. I see. Big. Th- I think even with this, even with this talking yes, about it, that will be that will be all her, of this, this stuff that happened. I think you know what, that was that was probably it's probably good for her of that course. Charlemagne and them didn't yeah. understand what she was saying <laughs> yes. anyway because exactly. it creates more topic and we see what it is no matter what it is news 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 yeah. helps build awareness yeah. and people start saying who the hell is this motherfucker yeah and you go check out the music and this is dope as dope and you know mm-hmm. what like because of her complexion or whatever at least from a marketing standpoint she could stand up for that because at the end of the day 100%. we've never really seen an Afro Latina of her pigment you know Correct. within the music industry. Yeah. And like it's she mentioned, skin, like yeah. she mentioned, she always talks about oh, whenever we talk about these artists, we always talk about Shakira, Shakira we always, Shakira, we always Shakira, talk Selena. about uh, Jeff Lopez, yes. Selena, and all that stuff, right? So she could be like in her own lane, so to speak. It's but true. And, and going back yeah, to exactly, and exactly, going back exactly. to you know America only focusing on themselves as far as like black culture is concerned. Like there have been so many other instances of of plight within the black community across, across the globe. The apartheid like if you go, in like, South like within, South within yeah, apartheid within South Africa. <laughs> you look at the the uh, Arab enslavement of Africans above yeah. the Sub-Saharan region. Yep. You yep. look at you look at uh, what's happening in, in France right now with a lot of people who are being marginalized within the Arabic and African communities. Yep. So there's such so many things that are going on. If you focus on South America and Latin America, they have this level of classism that is oh just barbaric. Like if you go to like if you go to Brazil, for example. Yeah. Majority of the poor people that live in Brazil are, are the are the, are the darker ones. Hundred thousand percent, crazy. Hundred. But then when you go to Brazil and you see like all all the sites of Brazil, you see like all all, all the the lighter women yep. and all that stuff, and that's what they celebrate yep. for the most part. Yep. You go to you go to you go to Asia, for example, mm-hmm. they celebrate yep. whitening your skin, and, and like yep. Asia for the most yep. part, they're pretty they fair. Yo, they they yeah, they're they're whitening they're, their but penis they're, too. They're, yeah, they're whitening dicks and shit. That's what I heard. 
They all did like what? Whoa. That's what I, yo, I seen it. I see I didn't see the pictures. But I see that they're like that's a, they're like taking colorism to another. <laughs> no, that white thing that that dick so this people want white 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 penis. Hi, she not care. Yeah, man. But that's that you know that speaks to the colorism. No, I right? Yeah, I man. I, I saw it on Shy Wisdom's um Charles Shy Wisdom. I saw it on her um what 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 our our Facebook, and they're like yeah man. This oh is like my of the, god, know? are you serious? yeah man. That's crazy! Wow, like, that is off, wild. Facebook these days. That is wild. Wow. Oh man, that just brought in a whole another complexion to the <laughs> conversation. <laughs> Complex, show nigga around tall ladies. Oh man, but nah, like you oh, know, no. just kind of wrapping this topic up though, yeah. man. Like I feel like people like Charlamagne and DJ Envy and like mind you, I thought DJ Envy was was Latin he's the li- entire time. I, yes, he. But he, 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 he at least he's not. He says he's just black. I'm what just, a lying piece I know, of shit. I don't believe him. I don't believe he's, him. He's part Latino or something. I think yeah, he's like, is he, he Puerto Rican? He's Puerto Rico. He's Puerto Rican, isn't he? I swear. Are you sure? I swear he's Puerto Rican. He was using that as part of his marketing at Like, if you're Puerto Rican, then you constitute as Latino at the very least. Yeah, he said he's black. But anyways, I digress. Either way, um, black Americans, I think the ones who are not open to this, they need to be open about it because at the end of the day, Afro Latinos mm-hmm. serve as another diaspora yep. for black for blacks in general, basically. Like exactly. their skin is black, but their culture is different. Mm-hmm. So and, and, and this is another thing I need to mention right here. Hey. Yeah. This is another thing. I, I think you guys know where I'm going with this. Hey. <laughs> Race and ethnicity mm. are two different things. You can say that you're black all across the board. You can say that care. you're Dominican all across mm-hmm. the board. Yep. Dominican is not a race. Mm-hmm. It is an ethnicity. Yep. It defines who you are as far as, as what country yeah. you are originating from. from. Yep. I can swear up and down, yo, I'm Ghanaian, I'm Nigerian. That is my ethnicity. Yeah. My race is it's black. black. Right. There's nothing racially ambiguous about me or you guys. Mm-hmm. Especially uh, when it comes to like Afro-Latinos, maybe, because you know there's some mixture in there, right? right? right but at right, the end right. of the day, when it comes to, let's say, someone like Amara, for example, mm-hmm. she is black from black a racial black. standpoint. Yeah, right. When we're talking about ethnicity That's and different. culture, yeah. she is Latina. Yes. Correct. Yeah, and I that mean, is something that really needs to be expounded upon when right. it comes to people's definitions of what race and ethnicity I know, are. I, I hate right. when I hear some white people say, oh, I'm not white, I'm Italian. No, bitch, you Yo, are white. But here's your the thing. ethnicity is but Italian. I'm gonna be the devil's. I'm gonna be devil's advocate. And I think I know what you're talking oh, about, but I'm gonna let you go. Okay, you're gonna let me finish. All right, because Taylor Swift. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, listen, here's the thing about the race thing. Yeah, the race thing was brought. Like back in the day, and when uh-huh. I say back in the day, I'm talking about pre-slavery, pre sure. all of this shit. Sure, there was no such thing as I'm black, you're white. Yes. Um, it's a social construct, right? It was something that was made to create a divide within the people. Yep. Before it was like you said, it was based on to you were class. Italian, mm-hmm. you were um, Egyptian, you mm-hmm. were you know wherever wherever in Europe, like you were you were Irish. It was based on where you were from in the country. Mm-hmm. But what started to happen was for the white man, the right rich man, sorry, yeah. for them to start <laughs> for them to exactly for them yeah, to yeah. start enslaving. The black populations, well, the African populations at the time, right. they needed to bring together the white, all whites. And that means the poor whites, which makes yeah, up the yeah, majority yeah, yeah, because yeah. only one percent of the world it's, is really rich. rich. Right. So we're talking about they had to find it with like, how can we get these other British white people that are poor mm-hmm. to be on our side, even though we're getting all the money, they're getting nothing, and right. we're still running everything. It's like, well, yes, let's make a common ground. Let's make it something that that we can feel in common. Like, well, we're both 
We're both white. We are both yeah. this color. So let's make that this thing mm-hmm. and make everyone feel like they are a part of it so that they can go do our bidding. So in exactly. the States and stuff like that, when the slavery and all that shit was kicking off, they were giving these white poor people um, the ability to rule over these slaves and giving them land that they couldn't afford. Exactly. But the rich white man was like, You're we're going to let you guys We're gonna let you guys do all this shit and we're going to be at the top laughing at all you fools because mm-hmm. you guys are a slave to us. You poor whites and blacks, yeah. you are a slave... You all are a slave to us because right. we're the rich elite and we, we don't even care about the color shit. But because right. the white poor cared so much about feeling better than the other than the next man that mm-hmm. worked like using colorism and all that. Yeah, it ended up working and it shouldn't have. And that's what yeah. we need to get rid of. Exactly. To be honest with you. Yeah. And you know what the joke is, you know, going, you know, just kind of piggybacking off of your point point, what have yeah. you is the fact that, you know, so many uh, countries in Europe colonized and also enslaved other exactly. countries in Europe as well. Like the English <laughs> enslaved the Irish for the longest exactly. time. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. So it, it's all, it all just comes to a point where it's like, okay, you know what? We want to enslave a, a large race of people yeah. that have a large abundance of resources at their hands that we can, uh, of course, uh, you know, use them for ourselves. Yep. So let's join forces right now, yep. you know, for the yep. time being. To make it look like we're all together. Bring this together. Bigger, yeah. And at the end of the day, for, in order for racism to eventually end, the dom- the quote unquote dominant race or what has been cited as a dominant race over the years yeah. has to relinquish their privilege and and the joke is and are how? you going to look at yourself in the mirror exactly. and say to yourself yeah maybe I should relinquish my privilege and give somebody else a chance oh, yeah. you know what, what are the chances <laughs> of that happening you know what you know what Oprah said they asked her a question similar to that like when is like those constructs and stuff gonna change and like those rich white people like how like the racism like how's it gonna end yeah you know what she said unfortunately they're just gonna all have to die and when you think what about it, it first thing that people said is, oh my gosh, Oprah wants to kill all these people. Yeah. She said to go and kill yeah. all, all whites. And <laughs> no, you fucking idiots. She's yeah. saying that, unfortunately, that's just a concept that's going to have to die with those people that have oh. the inability, mm-hmm. the to... cognitive dissonance that they cannot think or change their way of thinking mm-hmm. to progress. Those people literally have to die. Mm-hmm. Like the older people that you talk to about certain things. They won't, they just can't understand. Like, you can explain it through and through, but once, I forget what age it is, after you reach a certain age, Mm -hmm. your ability to have new information stops. Right. And it, or becomes more difficult. Obviously, there's anomalies and there's, you know, a couple of grandparents that you tell them, you turn around and say, I'm gay. They're like, oh, oh, really? Oh, okay, come. But for the majority, (laughs) they can't understand. They don't understand because it's not something that they're used to or they, they don't, they don't get. So, they're gonna have to die. Like yeah. that's literally it's gonna be time. It's gonna be all of a sudden Prince Prince Harry's like, Man, I'm with the shits. Like, fuck all this yeah. shit. But Everybody those knows. everyone else before, you're yeah. just gonna have to die. Like that's the only like plants can only grow and, and shit once the old ones die. Like that's just what it is. It's, right. That's that's the game, folks. That, that's like, a fact. No, that's like, it. She's right. Like I don't agree with her on a lot of things, but right. I but agree with was, her on that. Yeah. She just said it. It was just so funny. Was, exactly. Just, just the way it was worded out. Whatever. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. It kind of sounded like a everyone. white holocaust or something like yeah, that. Yo, yeah, yo, yeah. want none of that? I volunteer as tribute. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, nonetheless, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen listening at home, what do y'all think about this? Yeah. Um, do you think there is a colorism issue happening within the Latin uh, community? If so, let me know. Let me know what your thoughts are. Hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool, the cool underscore radio, and share your thoughts. And one more thing that we that we got to discuss before we get on to the final segment, man. Yeah. Um, Monique. Uh, she... Oh, <laughs> 
Netflix. Oh, I call man. for a boycott. Yeah, we picked the perfect day to call. I love us. right. I love him. So let's okay. Let's talk about Shit, this. Man. Let's talk about this. Damn, so man. in case you guys are not aware, so Monique went on social media and actually called for a boycott on t- on uh, uh, on uh, Netflix basically because she was arguing that she was only offered five hundred thousand dollars to do a comedy special. Meanwhile, you had Amy Schumer being offered thirteen million, yeah. and then Chris Rock and Dave Respe- uh, Dave Chappelle. Uh, Dave Chappelle being offered twenty million each, right. and. Mm-hmm. Basically, they're offered more money because in her eyes, or not in her eyes, but included basically they're legends. Like they're like yeah. like Rock and and and, uh, and Chappelle. Chappelle. Meanwhile, Amy Schumer, she's kind of like a hot thing Current. right now, basically, right? Yep. And so she's listing off her list of accomplishments, and said, "I've done this, that, and the third. Yes. Uh, but she's still being offered that low amount of money. Right. So be <laughs> yeah. so basically, <laughs> so basically, she is arguing that is a colorism and sexism se- right. sexism issue uh, within mm-hmm. her argument. So. I, I watched her say this. I'm just like, I don't know, Monique. I don't know. But then I listened to her speak about it. And I'm like, okay, I see where she's coming from. Mm-hmm. I do agree that she should have been offered more money. 100%. Right. But, but the fact remains is that as of right now, she's not a hot commodity. Meanwhile, Chappelle and Rock, they have a resume behind them. That you know supersedes anything that they do beyond that point. Like, right. like the Chappelle shows, like Iconic. arguably one of the greatest comedy shows of all time. Absolutely, and it's it, it hit. It was a hit. Like yep. millions of DVD copies were sold once Absolutely. he once he put that to bed. Right. Chris Rock, self-explanatory. Amy Schumer, like I just mentioned, current. she's hot right now. She's current. Current, current. So it's almost like, what have you done for me lately? Absolutely. And when it comes yeah. to Monique. I don't know what she's done stand-up-wise, but as far as movies and television are concerned, she hasn't done a whole lot because of the fact that she hasn't really been doing a whole lot of movies ever since, Since. I want to say, maybe Precious. She might have done some other things, but Precious was her last big big thing that brought notoriety to her and and she even brought like an argument a long time ago that she's being blackballed by Hollywood yes that was a That's long time ago that she where brought up it started I think so yes. yes and like you think about all the movies that she's been in all the movies that she's supposed to be in mm. she's supposed to be in I think it was a beauty shop uh, a long time ago yes. she got bounced out of that I think Queen Latifah replaced her in the, right. in the lead role yep. uh, and then you know what as far as stand up, I don't I don't know what, how it is for, yeah. for women in comedy, like as far as like how they perceive it. Mm-hmm. But as far as film and television go, there are a lot of black women doing a lot of big things in, in, yep. in Hollywood right now. Like Charlie yes. B. Henson is a lead role in yes. uh, uh pretty I think pre, I can't remember the name of it. It's an actual Mary, movie. Mary, yeah, Mary, yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. Mary, Proud Mary. Proud Mary, Proud Mary, Proud yeah. Mary, yeah. And then yeah. Gabrielle Union has a movie coming out in like yeah. March or April or whatever. Tiffany yeah, Haddish the, is killing it. Out exactly. Here, you, you know, see all yeah. the women in Black Panther that are, that are gonna be killing it very yep. soon. So it's like as far as movies go, you can't like you can't really argue that. Yeah, Stand right. up, I don't know, right? So right, I'm kind of right, ignorant right, to right, that. Right, so so, right. so let's talk about it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? Um, uh, oh, shut up. I'll, I'll yeah. let you get the first one on this one. Yeah. What, what do you guys say about it? <sighs> Monique, Monique. Um, <laughs> just like you, I, I don't know uh, enough about um, the comedy circuit and mm. what she's been doing. Yeah, as far as women go, I guess. Yes. Uh, in, 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 yeah, in terms of women. Now, I heard that she has been touring. Yes, I've been hearing that as well. I oh. don't know how much mm-hmm. or how big the tours have been that she's yeah, been. How much it grows. Like how she's been. Doing. But I definitely believe this. It did start with the blackballing earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that Netflix definitely lowballed her. Mm-hmm. Right. Because she even she even said in one of those interviews that uh, Netflix first offer Amy was not that was price 11, was, it was eleven wasn't, million. She, it wasn't she, that she price either. More. She, she argued so, she negotiated so, two more million. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you know what I mean. Negotiation is you don't have to accept. You know, I don't know why. 
uh, I can justify them not even upping it a little bit. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, I understand. I mm-hmm. like in our in our culture and especially in in comic, the the whole idea of what you've done for me lately mm-hmm. does come Plays to it. play. It does. But if her resume is still decorated. Mm-hmm. Five hundred thousand. Yeah, she's the most. De- she said she's the most decorated um, comic of all time. Now or- she's ta- now she's talking about <laughs> yeah. awards that have made that a lot of it doesn't Yo, have she anything don't sit to do. Down with, yeah. real quick. She doesn't know, but it doesn't have anything to do with. I know, but unfortunately, but still, she's bringing it up. In but this yeah, because that's what right. people do in real life, though. It's okay. my resume so, still. It's still my resume. Right. right. Okay. It's still and, my. And it's your still, resume determines how much money you're going to be getting paid. Correct. Correct. But but that's like saying. You know, I was a really great basketball player, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan. So I'm gonna come in and do all of this shit in baseball. Like, why? That's but, not that's but, not your sport. But it's but, a different sport. It's but, a sport, but it's but not your she, sport. But, but she's she already say, done. She's already done stand up and acting. On top yeah, of that she's as done. Well. Yes. Like she, However, she's done, she's done both. The majority of her accolades came from drama, I, yes. which was from Precious. And so yeah. for for her to use that as a bargaining chip doesn't make sense. But no, I'm gonna say this. She's, Here's but the reality, she, but Chris. She's using it as a bargaining chip because her name's still something. Is it? Yeah, I think so. I think her is name, her name still something in comedy I'm, today? I think her, I, I think in, when in you terms see of, when you, in terms of like black comedy circles, sure, mainstream. No, let's let's make it. Let's make it a color issue. Let's but make the it name okay. Monique. 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 I mean, come on. When someone has one name, yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, <laughs> usually, the blacklisting that happened because of her own doing. I don't know what. Yeah, I heard she's kind of a bit of a demon to work with. That's why I've heard. You have to play the game. I'm sorry. This is the the industry you're in. If you're gonna play by the game, you're gonna have to play the game and all the rules that come with it. So you pissed off Tyler Perry, Oprah, and Lee Daniels and all these people. Something you did something. I'm yeah. not saying, and I'm not taking away anything she's done. Here's what I found out. The reality about the Netflix offer yeah. was that Monique and her people approached Netflix oh, yeah. about doing this. Right. So now, understand something about economics. When you approach a label, when you approach any entity about wanting to do business, automatically the value of whatever it is mm-hmm. is now under question and potentially goes down because Netflix wasn't out here looking for Monique and said, hey, hey, Monique, we, we want you to do this um, comedy special. Here's 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 half a million for it. Yeah, no, yeah. they approached them. Of the whole, oh. You good, you good? Shut up, so what the hobby? Shut up. No, she did. See, even talking about her, this shit happens. Beetlejuice. But um um, so she went to them and mm. they then said, okay, well, we're not really looking to do something with Monique, but right. you know, you are. We do enjoy your work. You are a, a decorated comedian, so this right. is what we feel uh-huh. like Monique is going to bring. That's different. Chris Rock and Amy Schumer and and um and um, Chappelle. Uh, um and Chappelle, they reached out to them, yeah. and at the end of the day, Chris Rock and and Dave Chappelle were killing. The shows they were mm. selling out a lot of shows they were doing Chappelle extremely Saturday well. Night Live and, ex- and he did Radio City I think five or six times sold out back to back to back to back yeah you, you not a lot of people have ever done as any kind of entertainment entity and like you said the the thing that he did with Chappelle show when he left at the height of its of its relevancy and took a hit for years yeah helped build the momentum that led ultimately led to him getting that sixty million dollar payout so unfortunately Monique. Because of the way everything was kind of brought to to light, it puts you at a disadvantage. Now, what I was so, saying was, I don't know, maybe she should have been like, you know, this shit is low. You guys are not trying to give me more. You think this is all I'm going to bring? Okay, how about this? How about we do some trial shit? Like, I go do 
a little short um, um, special or whatever. Yeah. And we monitor how much viewership and how much um, things doing. If it does yeah, well, you don't know, sign you, me on but, to another one. But, you but don't that's know. something you can negotiate. Because but you guess don't what? know what she what she said in there. No, because you know what? She the fact that she wasn't she wasn't forthright. Did you guys even hear the story that yeah. that she was that she approached Netflix first? Yes. Then, then understand that she's not being forthright when she's telling the story to everyone because she's making it sound like Netflix wanted to do something with her and all of a sudden she's not getting paid what she's doing. I don't think if someone doesn't want to do work with you, they're not going to pay you the money that you're worth. It I, just doesn't I'll make any this. sense. Like, I'll, why I'll would this. you? You may be honest something like that because at the end of the day, it's one thing if you say, okay, I'm going to take my talents elsewhere, but you're right. calling for people to boycott an entire now That's where I was yeah, going like, with. That's where it looks a little I don't agree with. I just feel like her resume is definitely enough, whether she came to reproach them or not, is enough to be offered more than five hundred thousand, I'll tell you that much. I mean, but but you know, maybe, it is maybe, and I and I love Woody, but understand. Right. Do you know how much money Netflix? She, do you know how much money Netflix? Get? And that should let you know if you know that Netflix is throwing money left, right, and center, they and then they're not even trying to give her more than five hundred k. There's obviously a problem. Maybe Lee Daniels, Oprah, and all right. the motherfuckers came and talked to him and said, "Yo, and, and don't even offer right. point. Don't so, offer right. it none." That's my point. Like, I I I agree. I, I feel like there's something else. Well, then it's then not, she should go to I HBO. I don't feel like just looking. <laughs> yeah, like, of course she's gonna go check somewhere else. And you know what? And we'll see what happens. I'm actually glad you brought that up of because um, I was listening to an interview that she conducted with uh, Hot 97 earlier today, actually. Oh, today. And, oh I got to Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was today no, that the interview was done, but... It was a couple days ago. It was a couple days ago. Okay, I just listened to it today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that one, too. So she was mentioning how uh, Wanda Sykes was only offered 250K yeah. by Netflix, mm-hmm. but Wanda went and took her talents elsewhere. She went yeah, to somewhere. either yeah. HBO or Showtime, one of the two, basically. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, so basically what I'm saying is and I think Monique should have done this approach. I feel like if you were only getting offered such a small amount of money that you felt was kind of belittling to your brand, yeah. then you could have gone elsewhere. I don't think it, just, it makes sense to call for to an entire crowd of people yeah. to boycott yeah. so do you a think brand. You don't think she went elsewhere? You don't think that they are going elsewhere or were already planning to go elsewhere? And I think just, this is her cry and they were for just help if she's trying to get by the Netflix thing or they're using that Netflix yes. thing. As, as, as a promoting tool, you, th- that's that's possible. But also, I feel be, like I feel like if you're that confident roots. in your brand, you don't need to boycott a network in order to get yeah. your point across. You know what yeah. I mean? That's yeah. where I disagree with her. Because yeah. at the end of the day, like if you are calling for an entire conglomerate of people, regardless of race, to, yeah. to boycott something, it has to be important. Like yeah, the Colin man. Kaepernick thing, mm-hmm. people willingly boycotted the yeah, NFL people, yes, because yeah. it affected yeah. more than just him. Yes. It was an entire race of people. Because you look at the ra- the history of racism with the NFL and this whole uh, kneeling thing and what happened. Correct. Yeah, that's something that you could appropriately boycott. And yeah. But yeah, Netflix, it's, 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 and it, because you're not getting five hundred k. Because you I mean, reach out to the, the man and say, "Yo, you can still get money from elsewhere." <laughs> Kaepernick can't get money from the NFL because oh, being blackballed. Oh, oh, maybe XFL's no. coming. XFL's coming oh, soon. Oh, don't even get started. This big money's getting back did you see his little I press conference? No, I saw that. You know what the joke is? I was watching that press conference and I'm just like, yo, this is the exact same shit that you said almost 20 years ago. We're going to make something better, faster, different. Hey, hey, if Jumanji and all these movies can come back, so can I. Fair enough, fair enough. And you know what? And you know what? It's member. it's about the climate. He sees what's happening. He knows how the shit is happening. NFL's losing ratings. People want an alternative. This is the time. Sometimes, you know, you try once, it fails, but you come back again that could be your time so it could <laughs> work the climate and and the, and the, the you know the circumstance has to and be social right media, and social media will push xfl but at the same oh, time for sure. though, black, black twitter yeah, yeah. shea butter twitter they're gonna be like yo we got an alternative <laughs> i mean you got the you know three on three um 
basketball. Yeah, so yeah, there's dude. other alternatives. Wait, for- you know what though? I feel like when it comes to Vince McMahon, like yeah, sure, the climate kind of <laughs> predicts Austin. that you could do it, <laughs> but at the same time though. He's so out of touch. Like, if you guys watch WWE right now, yeah. he leans heavily on nostalgia. I mean, just last week, they yeah, did a Raw 25th yeah, anniversary yeah, show. Yeah, so they brought all these old school acts and what have you. Yeah. And it's great for nostalgia purposes, oh, yeah. but... After to me, that. it didn't feel that great because they do stuff like this all the time. Like, Kane is still wrestling. Brock Lesnar only makes special appearances nowadays. Yeah, Undertaker only wrestles once a year. Yeah, they right, always yeah. bring out these nostalgia acts. And at the end of the day, you have to let your new the, talent carry on the, the, no, carry yeah, on the brand. No, here's the no, problem, though. No, no. We mean no. No, go ahead, go ahead. But <laughs> no, no, say, no, no, I, no, I, I like where you're going. No, no. Go, go ahead, go no. ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because, unfortunately, it's almost over. You mean it's almost over? It's almost over, man. What's almost over? What, wrestling? Yeah, man. I disagree. I disagree no, it's, it's, it's almost over. And what I mean by almost over, I don't mean that they're not going to make money. Okay. But but the wrestling that we came up on. Oh, like the Attitude Era like, and all that yeah, stuff? But not just the energy. Not just like. Yeah. I love how we're going the, off topic, the, by the way. I know, but I know. <laughs> but the idea of wrestling. Yeah. How it was when we were coming oh, up. Oh, like yeah. how like the large and left characters Every and how we thought it was real. Was yeah, indicative it's, of it's, what was happening society, at the time? Yeah. Society, right. it was, yeah. the environment right. was right yeah. for it. Right, right. The way that society is today, yeah. with social media, and I hate bringing it up because it just sounds like those fucking commercials. But right. with social media and the way that things are, yeah. wrestling cannot and go the way that it wants to. And not right. just, but yeah, it has to adapt. And not just social media. Well, they have, well, they've tried. It, it, but not trying. just social media. But the era of sensitivity that we oh, live in now shit. Oh, where yeah, everything yeah, is an insult where everything is you're at me everything is a oh I'm sorry we have to apologize for right, you right. you think the rock and Hold stone on. cold <laughs> all those guys you think <laughs> think about all Hold those on. things they used to time swear time in wrestling and it would have been up. nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. wrestling yeah. would have been over on this day uh-huh. when Vince McMahon was backstage with John Cena and Booker T oh, what's up my God. God. <laughs> I'm sorry guys WWE would have been packed up <laughs> sealed <laughs> delivered and gone you understand that? Black when he said, oh, yeah. Black Twitter. Yo, what about Booker T? What about Booker T? Oh, okay. Booker T, we coming for you, nigga. We for you, nigga. We would never even hear. Oh, Kogi, we coming for you, nigga. Are you kidding me? That shit would have been done so good. And plus, and like I was saying, back then, they created, they spent way more time creating the larger than life characters that yeah. people and they had time to, yeah, had so. time to. Right. they groomed them and we all related these people were superheroes to right. us and it was and they related to kids and adults at the same time right, right, right. at that time right. but now yeah. all these wrestlers they just relate to kids absolutely that's really what 100%. it is and, but it's because of society and because of how things how, are affecting everything people, is, yeah you can't but you know what it is you, like, you, know, you know what it is like even though WWE is like the biggest game in town they're Hollywood in the, in the world of wrestling yeah. there are different alternatives for oh, different right, wrestling right, programs right, right, right. Like there, there's, there's Ring of Honor there's Lucha Underground right. there's uh, there's uh, New Japan Pro right, yeah, yeah, right. and yes. because we are in the social media market Jericho. the positive of that is that we can latch on to other networks if we, don't, if we don't find what we're finding with WWE but, but, there are also other yeah, alternatives to that but in terms of Man. cultural stronghold yeah, well, it, that part of it is, 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 is coming to an end because it, yeah. because there's so many different ways and places to get it like mm. you have to understand when WWE WWF was was we waited every week for this shit. We did. Can yeah, you imagine yeah. today? Oh, we we want to watch. We want to consume an entire uh, <laughs> a season of a show in one night. Can you <laughs> yeah. imagine having wait. to wait? So hold on, we got seven wait. days to find out if if who the Rock is going to be facing at summertime. Yeah. It isn't like it's just like the way that we dis- yeah, story, dissect yeah. technology and the way that we take in entertainment it has work. changed. Right. So it just it, it can't live in the same way. It's going to adapt, and they're, they're going to have some wins and some losses. But mm-hmm. overall, the way that it was, like for God's sakes, Migos every second they're doing songs. 
songs named after wrestlers and things right. and, and calls. Was, you know what I mean? Because they were so charismatic. Who right. Where's the new Ric Flair? I, they, I think Where? it was Vin, I know it was Triple H. I was watching something. Yeah. Triple H said this. He said that the 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 wrestlers when they come into the school and come into the training and all that, that majority of them don't spend enough time in developing actual characters and right. continuing to push yeah. those right. characters and making them something. There's so many stars right. from before. But I think so that, many all at the same time. Mm, and all now it's like all individuals. there's a few and yeah. then because of because everything gotta be quick and yeah. popcorn, whoever's popping right away gets to push immediately. Right. Right. And Even we think there's good. only like a couple <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I think Triple H to his credit, I think that's what he's trying to do right now. He's actually he's trying, trying to properly to, develop he's guys. Trying oh, to. If you look at the, he's like, the if you look at the NXT brand and the whole WWE performance Center, yeah. Like he takes his time with certain guys. He's trying, and right. at the same time, while he's developing those particular people, he's out going to like New Japan Pro and, and, and getting like their hottest guys. guys yeah. Kind of, kind of like grew them in their WWE system. Hundred percent. That, that was a cool thing that they got uh, that Jericho went over there to go do that. Yeah, uh, yeah, like, to go to against go like Kenny that. Omega. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was dope. That was huge. Oh, yeah, yeah, he went over. Yeah, that was that was huge. That was really huge. I expected him to do that because like he started off in Japan. Yeah, he was, but he's huge now that he went now. Exactly. He's a free agent, so he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, that makes. That's yeah, sick. that's dope. Yeah, man. But yeah, but, no, like, you know, it's just a different, just a different day. Fuck like, certain things, can, certain things, <laughs> like even comedy. Going back to comedy, yeah, yeah, comedy. Yeah. Can you imagine Dave Chappelle doing the stuff that he was doing that's what they, today? Charlamagne said that. They would have got him the fuck out of here. I'm you know, sorry. You know, you know the joke is? You know the joke is? I remember after one of the skits that he did on the Chappelle show, like the, yeah. on the first or second episode, he yeah. said, man, we going to get canceled for this yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but little did he know that would have been a thing to push yeah. because we were going this way to sensitivity. Now we're on the down. Yeah, yeah. Now we're on the I down. I think people now find an excuse nowadays to be sensitive about stuff. They, they find yeah, a reason to be offended. And now the real things they need to be sensitive about are being overlooked. Exactly. Oh, it's just in your head. Oh, oh! Yep. Why does everything always have to be about race? Exactly. You know what I mean? They ignore the real but shit because there's too much coming. I think people just... ignore what doesn't fit their narrative or their agenda. If it fits oh, their yeah, agenda, yeah, yeah, they'll yeah, speak yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, if yeah. it doesn't, they then blow they, it they to they the wind. Yeah, like people are too it's subjective nothing. in their own minds right now. They mm -hmm. don't have enough objectivity within their minds yep. to uh, at least understand where the other person's coming from. Yep. Yep. I may not relate to a certain thing that's happening, right? but I understand your perspective. I just want to try to understand why you're mad. That's when it comes to context. People almost forget about context nowadays. People well, yeah. look for the, for the headline yeah. and it's like, oh, I'm angry now. That's, yeah. Why are you angry? <laughs> you Have you investigated this matter? Did you read the article? No. Yeah. Do you know where the article came from? Is no. it from a reputable source? Is it from this year? Is it from this year? Yeah. Is it from this year? You know yeah. articles people post and it's like from like four years ago? Exactly. Yeah. It's 2015, bro. But then it comes to information bro. consumption. We want it all so quick yeah. that we don't have enough time to process it. We don't process. We don't fact check nothing. Yep, that's what it all internet, comes down man. to. We have the internet. We don't even fact check. That's what it all comes down to. That's the problem, man. It's crazy. But nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen, listening at home, <laughs> what do you guys think about Monique and wrestling? <laughs> yeah, Monique, no, I hope, she, I hope she gets her bread, though. I hope, I hope she gets her. You know, I just hope she just. You know what she, what she could have done was take that money, yeah, destroy the Netflix thing, yeah, and just go on and go on tour. Use and that as like a promotion, yeah, and, and use that as promote and use it as a promotion. And if yeah. you try to There's come so back, they're like, "Yeah, well, we're gonna um, quadruple that times." Quadruple because you know what the problem again. is now. Mm -hmm. Now all this promotion that's working for her right now, going yeah. radio to radio, because it is. She's not doing any comedy. She's not doing comedy. She's it's not serious. doing any comedy. It's she's just talking stuff. about how she's being screwed over. Who the hell wants to hear that this decorated right. artist, comedian, actress is being like, screwed over? Like, exactly. It's promo. It could be promo. It could be if you spin it the right way. If there's an end game, it's promo because now people like, "Oh, Monique is back," or. 
wait, oh, Monique still does comedy, and there's yeah. gonna be somebody that's going online looking up what she's done, done in the past and, and being like, her, shit, yeah, her actually, you know, I wouldn't mind hearing a special exactly. from her. So she got to do it right, though. Mm-hmm. She does. No, she I agree. Do, she got to do it right. I agree 100%. She got a chance. I agree 100%. And before we, we go on to the final topic, yes. um, she mentioned how she's only gonna get paid 500000 or they're only offering 500000 Yeah. And we have to remember that Monique hasn't really been that relevant within, you know, mainstream yep. media and what have you. This reminds me of when Robert Downey Jr. signed on to do the Iron Man film. Now, for people who don't remember, he was on the downward spiral because he was getting caught yes. in DUIs yep. and all this other trouble. stuff. He was done. And because of that, he was kind of being blackballed in his own position, yep. right? Yeah, yeah. So what Marvel did, what Marvel Studios did is they only offered him, ironically enough, $500,000 <laughs> to do the role. Meanwhile, Terrence Howard, who was a co-star in the film, was was signed on for $10 million Yep. Because of the fact that Robert Downey Jr. was on a downward spiral. But when that film was a critical and commercial success, when it came to Iron Man 2, they're like, okay, we're going to sign you on for this movie for about $15 million isn't that, now. Isn't that what I'm saying? This but, is, but you know what the irony is, but though? Irony, go. You know what the irony is, though? Terrence Howard ended up getting less money for the second so, movie, so, so, and so when that happened, yeah, so he, signed, he refused to sign a contract, and he and removed who, himself from that from that franchise, and, and, and who, it became and who, John Cheadle who Don replaced Cheadle. him in that role. There you go. Yep. That, <laughs> I mean, what do you know? This is the fuckery. Like, what do you this know? This is the conundrum right now, here. Now, mind you, mind you. Robert Downey Jr. is a white man, so therefore know, he so has white privilege. He, so it's yeah, very so hard to, to compare. So we'll it's very hard but, to compare. But, but it is just, a, it is a, an example it's, in a sample size. Right, if you can funny. look at it in the yep. vacuum, yep. if we're just looking at numbers yes, and figures exactly. and situation and context, yeah. which is why I was saying she should have done it and then said, "Yo, at least see how the numbers went." If Netflix sees it's doing good, yeah. Do you really think they're gonna be like, "Oh, thanks for doing business. That's it." No, they're gonna nah, be like, oh, they got more. We want to milk you. They'll offer her more. It won't be enough, and then she'll walk away. That's what she would. That's okay. I think they would have offered her even still what she no, should but get she was but it would be more and then she said at least let us yeah, see yeah, the yeah. numbers then at least that you can have a discourse and we could get some new Monique exactly. be excited about her again like oh my yeah. god where's she been then we hear that she's wanted to do another one and then she's being screwed then we would have been like oh shit yeah we boycotting this she shit said, Yo, fuck but Netflix. instead but she wants Netflix. to do nothing and then mm-hmm. come and say something and then say that she's getting screwed over like she but I'll tell you this backwards, you right. can't boycott Netflix you can't because she can't let's turn off our TVs no more TVs yeah. We're doing this for Monique, guys, so she can get her it's more Netflix. than $500,000. Like, Are you getting a cut of that? They, yeah, yeah, they gotta know. It's Netflix. Yeah. And I don't just mean because the company, but yeah. Netflix holds how many... Netflix is movies, a pop culture phenomenon movies, now. Sh- Netflix Here, and chill Netflix is our t shirts. Netflix is a thing. I it's a cultural it's aspect of where we are right now in society. A lot of us yep. have a TV that the button says Netflix, bro. Yep. The, the button says Netflix. Yeah, I when I read Rectangle, boom. I press Netflix. Guy, when I first got my smart Come TV, on, one of the primary options for online watching was Netflix. Netflix. I can't boycott the whole. That's like cable. That's like Dude, boycott yeah, cable. It's, like, it's part of people's cable. lifestyle nowadays. When people come home from a long day of work or they're at the gym you know, or they don't want to spend money at the movie you know what she should, because they feel like they're underrepresented or the movie <laughs> tickets are too expensive, yeah, bro, popcorn's expensive. She should have said, I can watch Bright starring Will Smith, <laughs> yeah. a big time actor, my on my TV screen. Right? They, they, fucked up. they fucked up. They should have said boycott all the comedy specials on Netflix. Yeah. See, that <laughs> would work. That would that would be better. I'm just saying, like, it's, a subsection. it's, it's something it's tangible. Specific. It's like, right. yeah, you know what? I can skip the specials, okay? Yeah, and still, but I can't like stop yeah. watching the the whole 
Come on. Right. Listen, I just got into Black Mirror. I ain't stopping that yo, shit. Yo, you almost, Wait, you, you started at season one or did you start at season? You just started? No, no, I started at season one. I'm starting from the very beginning. Oh, you, oh, you never seen it? You never seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I'm on episode four right now. You're mad late, bro. I know I am. I know I am. I know we catch up late when it comes to these big shows. This is this show. That show. That show. It's funny. We're talking about technology. Black Mirror is pretty much your phone. It's that. It's society's how technology has Black Mirror is motherfucking. You know what it reminds you of so far? Like the first four episodes I'm watching this far? It reminds you of like a modern version of the Twilight Zone. That's exactly yes, what yes, it reminds yes, me of. Yes, 100%. Because, because yep. yeah, it is a reflection on society and technology and how we consume it, Ooh. but it's just a reflection of society and how we view things. Like, yes. Like the episode and... I, spoilers, my bad. Yeah, spoiler, spoiler. But like the episode where the where the prime minister has to like smash the pig or whatever. <laughs> like when when people wanted to watch that, that was oh. a reflection on society of of how we oh. view things. And as far as like we want to see what's controversial and we want to see it until we actually see it, and then we're yep. just like, oh shit, then we're, then this we're is disgusted. what we got ourselves into. Yep. Oh man. Yep. So it, it challenges it challenges our, our 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 consciousness in a sense. Oh my goodness. So why that's why I like about the show. It's a thinking show. person show at the end of the day. Yeah. So I'm, that's why I can understand why people are on it because when people are on a show, I'm just like, is it that good? Right. You always ask when you don't see it, and yeah. then it's like you watching like, how did I not watch this? Yeah, show? it's like Stranger Things, for example. People yeah. were swearing up and down as a great show, whatever. I'm yeah, like, do too. people like the show because it's actually good, or are they just resting on eighties nostalgia? Let I'm, me watch I'm it both for reasons. Myself. Yeah, exactly. Both. So I watch it. I'm story. like, yo, it's a solid show. I like it's it. The eighties really plays into it. But Bill. at the end of the day, if if this was set in like 2012. It, yeah. it would be no hype. It would very be, little hype. Very little hype. It wouldn't be very little hype. It wouldn't be context. We're just infatuated with context. the 80s and the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Which, make, which makes sense. <laughs> it is. It makes sense. It makes it's sense. a good show, though. I'm not knocking it. I'm not knocking it. Mm-hmm. But Black nonetheless, yes. before we end off on tonight's two-hour show, which is re- record, well, by the way. Hey, Charlie. Charlie, 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 We'll, we'll do that. Yeah, yeah. But nonetheless, before we end up tonight's show, <clears throat> who has been entered into the shallow walls of the Hall of Shame this week? Who has been crowned the captain of coonery this Ooh. week? Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Wankster of the Week. This week's Wankster of the Week has to go to a rapper who goes by the name of Takashi69. <laughs> 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 Now I've never heard of this guy. Never, I don't know any type of music from with him. The stiffy, uh, I, hit him with the flicky. Uh. That, that, there we that, go. I know that song. Now <laughs> this guy's getting the wankster, and like I literally just made his decision like last night. <laughs> okay, okay, let's, let's hear. Because this man decided to stage dive, oh. <laughs> but unfortunately nobody caught him. Yeah, I heard about it. They that. say that you are the wind beneath my wings, but too bad the concrete that fell on your face is not as comfortable. <laughs> This is every stage performer's worst nightmare to have a stage diving moment to have nobody catch you at all. Have you heard of the trust fall? That was the trust fall right there. And unfortunately, the crowd deemed you as untrustworthy. So going forward, I'm sorry, Mr. Takashi, but you all have trust issues within your stage performance life. I would say you would have a better chance of being caught by an anime character in Gundam Wing than you would by being caught onto the ground. I mean, the ground did catch you, but it wasn't the most comfortable thing in the world. Perhaps if it was made of a tempered material, it would have been a lot better. Perhaps if you're jumping into a pool of water after drinking a, a, a nice, cold, fresh beverage, of Nest Tea, that would have been a lot better. But unfortunately, instead of a pool full of fans, you jumped in a pool oh of, full of concrete and disappointments. So with that being said, Mr. <laughs> Takashi, you are getting the wankster of the week. Do you deserve this wankster? Of course you do. I'm going to drop it one more time, just like this. 
Okay, okay, go, go, go. You gotta go. appreciate and respect that A, he has this posted on his Instagram. Yes. And B, he says, yo, he said, one of the best moments of my life, no fake love, they kept it real. <laughs> like, they, they they weren't fucking with him at that point. So yeah. you gotta, res- okay, you gotta right. respect that. Like, he he's, yeah. he's not taking himself seriously. Like, yeah. his whole character, I guess, is like a, I don't wanna say parody, but it's, he, he, he's very jokey in the way okay. that, you know, he has the colorful hair. Like, yeah, he's, yeah, a, yeah. he's a very larger than life character so the fact that he's taking this and adding it and making his own promotion out of it it shows that you know he's 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 rolling with it and you know he's a little pudgyish i think so i i feel like i don't someone said that maybe only the lighter. skinny niggas should be doing this shit yeah, yeah. Right. the guys that like small, are just small guys and small you know the you uzi birds right, right, right. and you know, you know the little pumps and shorts yeah. skinny and lanes and just jump you're like 100 pounds soaking wet and like we can catch you easily yeah, yeah. so i think the, the bigger i mean i don't know if he, he has a little he, bit of like a, i a, saw the video though he doesn't look like a big guy though or maybe i don't know i don't know then 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 they weren't fucking it you know because look at him here oh oh he's about to take off his shirt here okay He's taking off his shirt with with with, with jacket. I mean, he's, he's a little he's a little pudge. Like, yeah, but uh, that's not but, too wait, bad. Seen, but we've seen you. Is seen, that a white guy? That's him. That's what he looks like. Oh, he's just like, but he's, he's mixed. Very, he's, he's mixed, mixed, he's mixed, he's mixed he's with Latino and black. You know, whatever. He looks like. What the fuck is wrong with him? Yeah, yeah. Listen, being interviewed with academics making him awkward. And yeah, academics have like a love affair. Like every every time you go to his videos or whatever, they're yeah. commenting back and forth. Like it's funny. Oh boy! So, wow. Yeah. But, listen, yeah, he's. He's a character, man. Usually, like even if he's got right chub, chub, whatever, people, I don't know. That's people, not a good people would catch, no, would catch th- you. Maybe they so, knew this would be a moment. I don't know. I mean, if Rick Ross were to do that, like, do you think I would, would, I would try to catch him. I would try to catch him. Uh, yeah, probably sign me. But I think some he people would try. probably sign me if, if I, I think got some him. people would have like, tried. You know, good. You know, you can handle weight so you don't come get these millions. Listen, if there's something sensitive in it for me, maybe I might I might lift up a little one-two hand here and there, but I don't know, man. Everyone looked and said, no, we can't do this. Yo, they walked. They walked away. That's bad. Yeah, I know, right? It's not like they tried it. Then like, the weight, like yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I've seen was, that. I've seen people try and it. Cut, no, they yeah, I gotta find out what show that was. At. You know what it looks like? Duck. You know when like Goku's charging up for the Kamehameha and like the water spreads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly, exactly. what it looks like. He's like, disperse, shoot. He's like, I'm, I'm, i about that. Oh, oh that that's crazy. Weird. That's weird. It was definitely that's weird. weird. That's weird. Gentlemen. Yo, man. Thank you for coming to the show. That yeah, was man. that was huge. I mean, I've never done two hours on the show at yeah, all, ever. Fun. Did it feel like two hours, though? It didn't feel like no, two hours at all. I'm, I'm looking at the top like, that. shit. Like, when my camera started going out, I'm like, okay. Now, yeah. You know, like, I'm like, okay, yeah. we're, we're kind of overtime we right out. now. We're kind of overtime. the clock. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you are still listening from 8.30 up until now, I thank you so much. As I said at the yeah, beginning man. of the show, man, you guys are the we reason why we are the number one rated show on Maximum FM. So that's a big, big, big thing for you guys to contribute to. So I appreciate that. Um, where can the people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me at uh, everythingoshan.com, everythingoshan.com. Instagram is everythingoshan. Mm-hmm. That's everything, O-S-H-A-U-N. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter, same thing, drop the second E. But all my social media is on everythingoshan.com. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, you can find me Twits. You know what I'm saying? Instagraminos. Um, Snapchat. On the Twitter. Snapchat. 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 Yeah. Express, <laughs> a.k.a. DJXP, one word. One bird, oh word, you heard. Uh, uh, also, also yeah. again, uh, Stacey Daniels dropped a project. Yes, Mood tonight roulette. or today, sorry, Mood Roulette. Mm-hmm. Get it on all your streaming, all streaming services. Apple, Spotify. If you about that R and B, that real shit, yeah. you know that real singing, 
not that coonery foonery. I make a vocal cameo somewhere too. Tell me what. Tell me. Make sure you add me and say what song it's on. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? For real. Get little bars off. You know what I'm saying? For real. If, oh, she, he's on two. He's on two. Oh, two. oh correction. Oh. Yeah, oh, get damn. that. Move that. Apple Music, Spotify, all that good stuff. Oh, also, yes, and you yes. gotta you gotta reach too. We got a okay. show, um, coming March thirty first. March thirty first. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there'll be more details, and we'll talk way before we'll that. Okay, but yeah. I just want to start getting it er, getting it out there early. March thirty okay, first. Yes. We have a big show coming. Uh, it's gonna be crazy. Well, I want you. To, I want the. Sh- I want this. Listen, and it's a weekend, so I don't want to hear no noise. Yeah. <laughs> like I, yeah, we did I everything we possibly could to make sure that this show's on a weekend. Yeah. So now there's no more excuses. Right, right, right. So uh, it March thirty first. You'll stay tuned for more information, artist lineup, and all that goodies. Absolutely, Film, absolutely. Yeah. And big sh- and quick shout to uh, to Stasia Daniels actually. Stasia. Patiently in that green room <laughs> yeah, she's for like the chilling. past like two hours, she's just man. Chilling. Like anybody, anybody she's, would have been like, "Yo, I'm out. She's, she's I'm gone. Chilling. I'm gonna get myself a drink next door." She's but she chilling. sat there patiently. That that is loyalty right there. That's loyalty she's, right she's, there. Uh, it, it, uh, it goes uh, back uh, to my uh, point uh, at the beginning uh, of the uh, show uh, where we have art supporting art. So I really appreciate hey, that. We, we do Jason, that for her I'm too, gonna get man. you on the show in the next like like couple weeks or whatever your schedule is. You let me know. We're gonna talk about your new project. We're gonna blast a single or two. So talk to me after the show. Yeah. But nonetheless, um, yeah, you guys already know where to find me on social media at Cool underscore Radio on Twitter, also on SoundCloud to catch this episode and the past episodes. And you can catch me uh, on Instagram at Cool Radio CC as well as Cool Radio CC on Facebook and uh, YouTube as well. Yeah. Uh, next week on next week's show, I got my homegirl C Jolie in the building. We're gonna be talking about a whole bunch of music, basketball, and all of her PR stuff that she's been ro- working on as of late. And Ooh. as you guys already know, man, Cool Radio is a division of Cool Click Media and entertainment reminding you each and every day that we are out here creating our own legacies keep it gravy and wavy we are out of here peace oh no Go. Go.